still good. Not so much the hood. But still. <laughs> Welcome to A Word of Influence, episode 21. Hope you guys are being safe as we are in the current remnants of Hurricane Irma. Hope everyone is still donating as to many have lost their lives or their houses. And like, this isn't an ad. This is just me being human and saying that we just need to stick together. There's a lot of people raising money. I saw that J.J. White raised like $30 million, which is crazy, mm-hmm. which is good <clears throat> for the city of Houston. And with that being said, we'll jump straight into the podcast. Today, we welcome back Self Fulkerson. Hey, it's me. <laughs> He's back. Hey. And, and Alex Sutton. <laughs> That's a me, Alex. <laughs> That's right. Back again. <laughs> Back again. Is this number 10? Is this number 11? Which one is this? For you? Yeah. I don't know. Like 10 yeah. or 11. One of those. One of those. Right. So how's everybody been? Pretty good? Swell. It's all right. That's good. It's, good. it's uh, as you would like to say, Alex, another Tuesday. Another <laughs> Tuesday. That's right. That's for sure. I like your phone case, Barry. Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you that last time. But what, Pokédex? Yeah. Yeah. If, you don't, if you're just new to the show, the way we do this is that we talk about video games, music, or literature, and how it can make an influence in your life. But seeing how these two have already been on the show, we kind of know their influences. Just go back to the back catalog. Really good games. And I'm just going to go ahead and ask, what are you guys playing right now? We're like in a dead period right now until... <laughs> Seth, you're like you first. Uh, well, you know, you commented on it last time, so maybe I'll just go first this yeah, time, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What have I been playing? Uh, Half Life Two. I've been playing Half Life Two. Dang, it's a throwback. <laughs> it's a throwback. Well, God, an hour count on that game is insane by now. It's it's like forty hours. The, the game is not that. Oh yeah, it's not that long. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sometimes you just get an itch to play through a game that you like. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Let me tell you. How many times have you beaten it, you think? Oh, Jesus. How long, is, how long does it take to beat? Uh, if you don't know what you're doing, I think it's a good 15, 20 15? Hours. 15 like, hours? But when like, you know mm-hmm. what you're doing, it's, it's not that long. Hmm. It's like, uh, I don't know, like five or, five or ten more hours. I don't know. I lose track of time because I, I like playing it so much. I feel that. It's a bona fide, and that's just my Steam account because uh, I have. At one point, I had every version of the game. I had the Xbox, shit. had 360, had the PS3. It was just a thing I did. <laughs> this is like uh, when people collect the uh, yeah. director's yeah. cuts of Blade Runner and like the theatrical cut, and like the, you know, they oh, got the each one. It's, and it's like, dude, just get the final cut. Yeah, you don't, you don't need it. all of those. Yeah. You don't yeah. need extended version. Just get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and don't get the Xbox version. Of the original, the ori- I'm talking about the original one. It is, uh, yeah, it's not good. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Well, it's just, you know, it's not, the Xbox was not built for that game, mm. basically. It had, the game needed four times as much RAM as that game's. Did they release needed. it solo or was it on the orange box? It was solo. They did it? It, well, they did it with the orange box on the 360. It's all, yeah. That's the other You're talking about the original Xbox. About. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't even know it came to that. Me either. It was a late release. It was released after the 360 came out. It was like 2005. Wow. Oh, shit. Wow. I guess because I didn't have an Xbox, and that's why I didn't know. But, yeah. I love that game. I think it's because I got the... There's like a making of slash coffee tables slash art book. It's, it's kind of like a weird little thing that they put out when the game released. It's like one of my... It's called like Half-Life 2 Raising the Bar. 
uh, it's I've really been wanting it for a while. I just read through the PDF like a dozen times <laughs> previously, but now because the game, uh, the guide's usually like two hundred bucks or something like that. Damn. And uh, because it's out of print, and you know, Valve fans are ridiculous. Check any Dota players' hour count and how much money they spend on the game. It's kind of fucking insane. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I got nice. it for like twenty bucks on eBay. Just, uh, just I was just looking around and some guy listed it perfect condition. I was like, I don't. I think I think I was doing research for an article and I just happened to to look up. Stumble on it. Yeah, Stumble. and I was like, bye. And then I was like, I want to play F Life Two, so I did. I do that uh, the eBay thing with the mm-hmm. dragon boxes occasionally. Oh yeah, <laughs> like every couple months, I just show. Let me see how much these are now. <laughs> it doesn't change though. Uh, you know, like, aren't they like still like one seventy five or something? More than that. Oh, well. oh yeah, way more than that. <laughs> okay, trust me. <laughs> I only have the first one. I need to get the rest of them, but maybe one day. <laughs> maybe um, one day. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I've been playing through some Super Nintendo games, uh, just a random smattering for uh, something else I was doing. But uh, and also just to play through some of those games again. As far as new stuff, I think the I don't know what was the last. Last game I beat, I talk, Sonic Mania. Sonic. Mm. That, that was the last new game that I beat. Have you played Sonic Mania? Oh, yeah. Have I you have. played it? You played it? It's actually really, really good. Did you grow up playing Sonic? Like, yes. Okay. Because <laughs> so I, I have like some friends, like, this is their first Sonic. Really? Yeah, it's like the first one they played. Yeah. But, uh, like, our good buddy Thomas, who's on this last time, I think he said, like, the main one he likes was Sonic CD. I can't That's remember. my favorite one, too. Yeah. Really? I mean, I love that game. I, 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 my, when I was a kid, I played uh, Sonic and Knuckles. Like to death, mm-hmm. I love that game, and I love the first one. Mainly just nostalgia, but but yeah, um, I know a couple people that don't really play Sonic, so I thought I'd just yeah. ask. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I love Sonic. So I think I said my favorite Nintendo character is Sonic, but he was Nintendo at first. Wait, Sega. your favorite Nintendo character is Sonic? Yeah, I thought you knew that. Is that like a joke? Are you no, no, is this a bit? I mean, they said outside of Zelda or Mario, but you know he's not a Nintendo character. <laughs> no, I know that, but like at the t- when he got. Pretty much released to it, or like the Mario and Nint- Mario talking about versus the, Sonic the Sega Olympics. Nintendo contract. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it wasn't really a contract, but it was a big moment. Yeah. Uh, when uh, the first time they crossed over, I think. Was that the Olympics or no? Uh uh-uh. uh It was uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle on the GameCube. I think that was the first time a Sonic property released on Nintendo. And yeah, I remember that was kind of a big deal. Yeah. Because then they kind of released Sonic Mega Collection next to it, like, hey guys, all you people who haven't played any Sega before, here's a collection of yeah. all the games. So there wasn't like anything in place. Like I thought there was something like they did one with the Wii U later on. Well, I thought it was like the Wii. Games. There was like, like an Egyptian one, I think. Because they had all that those like shovelware esque games on the Wii, and then because like, like the last outside. Of the Wii U 3DS or Wii Sonic, I remember is 2006 and Generations. Yeah, they uh, they had a they didn't have like a contract. They did little deals. Like okay. They did the three game deal not too long ago, and I think they might have done one with the storybook games. I have I have no clue. Like, okay, it's something along those lines. I just know for a while they were just releasing games too on like Nintendo the, platforms. The audience matches up. Yeah. So. No. Did, yeah. Totally. Did you guys like Sonic Generations or no? Oh yeah, recall? I like that game a lot. You I know what I liked? It. Sorry, go ahead. No, do you go. Uh, the, the thing I liked most about it is that I got it for seven dollars when it came out <laughs> because uh, <laughs> because that was my first uh, 
because they decided to do a simultaneous release on PC. The first game I bought, one of, one of the first games, new games I bought for the PC that I wasn't going to buy on the console because the PC version of Generations runs at 60 frames per second while the other versions run at 30 or less. So if you play Sonic, you want a fast frame rate, right? And then I, I remember I, I went on this site and I was like, oh fuck, PC games can be cheap if you look in the right places. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was so cool. But yeah, uh, besides my little anecdote, it was pretty, it was pretty good. I, I mean, love that game. <laughs> I, I think it's great, honestly. Like, I mean, because, yeah, Sega, or not Sega, Sonic 2006, right? Yeah, that game. That game blows. And That's I remember an understatement. That was like the, my last, because I didn't mess with, uh, I'm not sure if 4 came out before or after uh, Generations. Was it before? It was before. It was probably it was before. before. I thought 4 was fine. It just didn't really grab me, I guess. You know? It's ass. We yeah. played it recently. It, no, it's it's bad. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, it's not good. Maybe it was just me trying to look positively through nostalgia I in thought, that game. I thought the same way. Like yeah. When I, but yeah, it's, it's not good. But, stick to the walls and shit. It's yeah. bad. <laughs> but just like Generations, when it came out, it just hit me in all the right nostalgia buttons. Because, like, I don't... I don't know, it's weird. When I was a kid, I loved Sonic Adventure. I loved it because yeah. I was a kid. And I didn't know any better, and then, you know you're just running around, and it's all this—it's a spectacle, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially the first level, it's just a cool set piece. But as I get older, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not the. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking bad. It's, it's pretty bad. I tried to go back and play Sonic Adventure Two, and I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this. Did you, did you ever play the, the hit classic Shadow the Hedgehog on the PlayStation? 2? Yeah, I did play that. And I was like, this is actually not that great. <laughs> yeah. Sonic Adventure 2's story is fucking bonkers, though. Yeah. I like the child kind of raising the thing. That was the only thing. Eggman blows up the fucking moon. I know. He's a terrorist. <laughs> he's a fucking terrorist. <laughs> I mean, he's constantly been abducting small... I mean, because, like, the President of the United States tries to negotiate with... That's true. Like, <laughs> that's such happen. a funny thing to fucking I, think about. I mean, there's also the whole, like, 2006 Sonic thing of, like... Bestiality kind of stuff. Yeah, like, that shit was weird. It's pretty strange. I'm not really into it. Is that? I That's when you like, fuck an animal. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when a human being right. is like romantically involved with the yeah an animal. They try to force like a romance between the princess character and Sonic. And Sonic. Holy yeah. shit! It's That's weird. It's no, it's beyond it's pretty weird. weird. Yeah. This yeah. game's bad. It's did, pretty bad. Did you guys not like Sonic Colors? I remember that one. It's pretty being, good. I didn't. Right. I miss Sonic Colors. I missed that too. So. I heard it was really good. Though. It's. I think it's better than Generations, but I haven't. I play Generations more because I like the fast, I like the fast uh, modern stages a lot. Even if it's not, even if it's not really Sonic, you know, <laughs> it's not the modern Sonic stages you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I really like those. It's, I like going back and forth. I thought it's cool. The retro stages were so good though when they came, <laughs> and I, I just like the whole idea of, you know, bringing color to the stages. Like there's no color when you first get to it, and then after you play it, I just thought it was all these cool little touches that really made it a good game. I'll tell you what's not good, though. <laughs> what? Sonic and the Black Knight. You ever play that one? No, I've never heard of that one. Oh, my God. I mean, it's pretty fun. <laughs> that game is something else. <laughs> and uh, what, what was the other one? Like it's the Secret Rings. Secret Rings. Yeah. I like that one because I'm a sucker for the Arabian Nights stuff. Really? I'm a huge fan of Arabian Nights. See, Night that's stuff. the one I keep thinking about. I, I, lo <laughs> I love the, the music and all that. I, mean, I like most Sonic music, but... Is but, that the one? Like, I mean, gameplay-wise, it's kind of trash. But it's hey, bad. it's uh... I'm I'm the same way with like fantasy stuff, and, and <laughs> what, like when that game came out, I was like, I'm gonna get this, just cut, and then I played it, and it was bad. But isn't that the one like where it's for the Wii, and you had to hold your remote like mm -hmm. sideways? And, like, it's, yeah. it's it's all right. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's straight trash. The the 
Black Knight is straight trash. Yeah, it's pretty bad. really fucking bad. It's pretty awful. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to control Sonic and Secret Rings in Sonic and the Secret Rings. I'm trying to, it's hard to control him. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's not like offensive. We're not like Black Knight, where it's just a broken mess. <laughs> and the music's pretty fucking bad in that one and too. And it just looks stupid. Just the, the whole game looks dumb. It's just <laughs> a bad. Game. It's pretty pretty bad. Pretty hey, is that the one like where they were, like make him look like muscular and stuff, or is that the a newer Sonic? No, it just is a big. <laughs> Big sword and like a gauntlet on his head. No, so like, well, like they try to make the characters look more grown up or something. I remember well, that. Knuckles game. is a beefcake and Sonic a boom, but Sonic, yeah. but <laughs> Sonic that is not. Sonic's got like the brown scarf and the, yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> he's, he's not fucking ripped or anything. No, <laughs> Knuckles does look kind of funky though. Yeah, sure. I was like, I might get this even... game. Also, that's all reviewed. No, like, that oh. game was even worse than six, <laughs> I think. I gotta be honest though, like, uh, I never actually bought the game, but I played uh, the previous game of Sonic Boom. What was it? Uh, the f- Lost World. Lost, Lost World. World. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually like, I enjoyed the take on it. I thought it got kind of murdered, just because Sonic games usually get murdered, <laughs> especially 3D ones. I, I kind of enjoyed just this the the different take on Sonic. It was kind of similar to, the, you know, to just things they did in CD and stuff like that, and and just this like that that scrap Sonic game. Uh, what was it? Sonic Extreme. Yeah. Anyway, I, I I'm not saying it was good. I'm just saying I didn't think it was terrible. I mean. Some games in Sonic are good and some are not. But everyone's saying that Sonic Mania is the best one. Do you think that's true? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so like like, I'm talking about just from your Oh, playthrough. no, I think even even objectively, it's it's the best design. It's the best plane. They knocked it out of the fucking park. <laughs> Fans of something making a new version of that something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some love into it. And... So does it get you excited for Sonic Forces stuff? Not really. No? I don't have a lot of... But you can make your own Sonic character. No, that sounds funny. <laughs> but no, I, I I got what I wanted out of Mania. I don't really have any hope for Forces. For Forces, no, yeah. not really. It doesn't look great. It, I mean, it's the Generations team, and I mean the, the gameplay itself looks pretty solid, but the level design this time just looks real. Plus, bad. it's the whole character thing. I'm just not into it, honestly. Well, I mean, that's that's stupid. It could be funny. It could be great. I mean, that, that that's way, stupid, but, but gameplay wise, it looks fine. It just looks. Just the level design looks very uninspired and kind of boring. Yeah. And after playing Mania, which has some of the best level design in a game I've played in a long time, uh, that's yeah, that's not going to cut it. <laughs> Shit's not going to cut it, I especially mean, when Mario is coming out soon. Oh I mean, god, that works though. So maybe they'll kind of take the cue. You know, what I mean? hey, this is what people want. <laughs> anyway, that was Seth's section. Yeah, what about you? What are you playing? Uh, I just finished Dragon Quest Eight yesterday. Yeah. That's a game. That's a real good game. That's a game. <laughs> I really like that thing. Um, uh, the way it ends is probably my favorite ending of a Dragon Quest game. Um, it's, yeah, it's All wonderful. Time. If you like, if you like JRPGs or strategy, it's not really a strategy game, but just like, you know, building a strategy with multiple characters and classes and stuff like that. You know, healing spells, debuff, cabuff, all the dumb Dragon Quest spells in each game uh that yeah it's just it's really really great and it's peace it's not as like it's about a 60 hour game but it's not like when you sit down and you're gonna play like old school final fantasy and you're like oh my god i need to grind out you know black mage classes and i need to it's not like that it's more of just like go to place to place you know move on from this move on to that it's 
it's a really fantastic game. Can't say enough about it. So I remember just getting lost in the world of that game as a kid and just like hear the music go off like, oh wow, there's a lot to do in there. It really <laughs> I is. I to revisit it. There's almost too much content, I think. And, really? And yeah, and when you get to the end of the game, it it almost doesn't know how to end. Like, it it gives you like three false endings. <laughs> like, especially when you like you 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 beat the boss and then you run out of the castle and this is only a mild spoiler. You fight the castle. The castle literally is like, uh, you know, it's like this giant monster that is defending its master. Mm-hmm. But then that the guy you think you beat comes back, and that's my those are all my mild spoilers. And so I thought I beat the game, and then I didn't. And then I had to do all this other stuff again, and I was like, okay, now have I beaten the game? <laughs> and I did, which was great. And then uh, you get like four or five different cutscenes, like during, post, and after credits, and it's just like. Jeez, man, just get yourself together. Like, roll these credits and let that be the end. You think it's level five's best game? It's about for probably their best game. From what I've played, yeah. <laughs> Between like Yokai Watch and uh, Nino Kuni, this yeah. is probably the best. I mean, you said Nino Kuni is good. I, don't hate, I like Nino Kuni, but it, I don't like it as much as I like Dragon Quest Eight. I guess because I didn't see the ending of Nino Kuni yet, so it's a long game. It is. That's probably the biggest knock against it. That and it's got a very strange but interesting battle system. Um, but man, those cutscenes almost make the game worth it. <laughs> those Ghibli cutscenes, it's it's really good. Well, he said the new ones they stripped that whole gameplay system. Like, is it completely different? So, like your traditional Dragon Quest kind of Final Fantasy so. thing. Probably. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I mean, I I liked the one in uh, Nino Kuni just because it was interesting. It was a different take. Yeah, I liked it. I'm just saying that they just stripped it. I was like, really? I like that battle system, though. But yeah, uh, yeah, play Dragon Quest Eight. Everyone should play Dragon Quest. <laughs> uh, PS2 one's not that uh, hard to find either. Yeah, it's it's not. Which is pretty great yeah. for RPGs of that era. The the 3DS one is uh it's kind of it's not really cell shaded, but I want to say they they kind of edited the look of it just a little bit. And at the end of the game, they take some screenshots from the PS2 version, put them in. You can kind of notice the contrast there. But um, other than that, like it's if you have a 3DS and you like long, funny, really great games, you know you can't you can't beat it. And seven's on there too, but seven's a completely different. Story. I think it was like 200 fucking hours long or something like that, right? I, well, <laughs> I've seen the bookshelf full of the script, so I know that it's about it's about that long. Yeah, seven is is definitely interesting. The it's I'm a sorry. bookshelf okay. full. Of it's a really long the script. Dragon Quest is really talky, but not in a bad way because there's a lot of humor in it. You know, it's like it's like reading Dragon Ball or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can know, see that. Now. It's goofy, yeah. like, but at the same time, some sometimes, like I said, in the end of eight, like, it just didn't know when to end. Like, it, it was just going a little long in the tooth, you know. And you're like, okay, come on, Yuji, like, let's get this thing <laughs> yeah. over with. Come on, Mario, come on. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I love that series. Anyway, Ooh. now I'm gonna play Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> but I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> nothing about Mario and Rabbids. I heard it's pretty good, so <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, you like XCOM, right? Yeah, I like that style. That's the new one. So I like I just like strategy RPGs. So I can <laughs> love it then. Yeah, gonna, I'm gonna have a great time. I think. I'm actually like I said, I've been on the fence on which game to get next, but we'll get into that here in a second. What I've been playing is the games. Yeah, I've recommended Beat Persona. Mm. I beat near. <laughs> As you heard in the last podcast, I was in tears in that game. <laughs> it's, uh, it typically does that to people. Huh? It typically does that to people. <laughs> who beat it. 
I was just like, damn, like it's a great game. We gotta get him to play it. Oh, I know. It's got. What you think about that soundtrack, huh? <laughs> Amazing fucking soundtrack. What are you talking about? So a lot of the postmortems I've seen think that the first game had a better soundtrack. Uh, I mean, sounded- I can see why, because that it had there's more music because it was a longer game. It was yeah, but a RPG. But I, I don't know. I, I'm personally I'm more of a fan of the sequel soundtrack. I'd yeah. say it's probably top three for me. I can't it's deny that because that's the most, that's the most appealing factor about the game for me. Is like when I started when I played the demo, I thought it was fine. You know, it was fun. I didn't dislike anything about it, but it wasn't like. Like, if I was going to sit down and play that and it didn't have that music attached to it, probably wouldn't have been as into it as it was. No Platinum guy? I mean, I like Platinum, but it's usually, like, hit and miss for me, honestly. Like, oh, they are hit and miss studio. No, they totally <laughs> are. But it's just... But anyway, like, like um, when that music kicked in, it was just, like, this feels so good. Just the... I know the subject matter kind of loosely. I'm not, like, super familiar with the overall story, nor do I want to be right now because, yeah, I haven't played it, but... But anyway, just like uh, hearing that kind of like Chinese kind of chorus from like Ghost in the Shell from the uh, from those movies. Oh, just <laughs> not not every song not every song is like that. Uh, but uh, which is fine. It's not like there's a, a lot of really gorgeous vocals though. Yeah, there cool. is. It's fantastic. That's cool. Well, for some odd reason, when I was hearing the soundtrack, it sounded similar just to like the first one. I was like, did they just take that same they did. song? They, they did. Well, that's not the same song, but yeah, he plays with that a lot. Okay, I was like, I enjoyed it the whole studio, way. <laughs> I really want to get to it. It's just, it's getting real busy lately. Like, I, I there's so much stuff I want. I've already got paid off that I want. You know, yeah, like, like, SNES Classic is in like literally 17 days, I think. Are you getting one set? Did you were able to Get your hands on one. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I, I wasn't, so that's what That's you and the rest of them in that man. But yeah, I tried. But. Like, uh, but then there's Metroid on Friday, and then next month there's Mario. Mario. And yeah. it's just, I don't know, I just don't know when I'm going to fit it in. Like I wholeheartedly recommend it. I want to play like, it. I, yeah. if, if, if anything... Please play. <laughs> <laughs> just like seriously, like I will. Like I remember, like because like this was this podcast about like you recommend a game, I play it. Like I can see why I recommended both those games. Like <laughs> it's really, really cool. I, I have heard the whole crying thing a couple times at this point, so I, I wonder <laughs> if I get there because like there's a few games. There's, a few there's only a few that games. Are emotionally impacting. Really? Yeah. I mean, if I can make it to the end of Persona three, four, and five and not tear up at all. I feel like it's going to have its work well, cut out for it. Well, Persona 5, like I said, I was hype. I was like, let's go! There's a couple moments <laughs> again in Persona 5 where I was like, you know, if I was, the, if I was that kind of dude, I'd probably be a little scared <laughs> up right now, you know? Just, but it's just, I don't know, it, it, there's a little disconnect for me and that kind of stuff, I guess. I yeah. well, I've never, like, driven it. Only, only time I really cry is when I like music, which is a right. weird thing to say. I've, no, I understand, but, but uh, yeah. I, I just I typically don't. It's kind of like an emotional game. trigger yeah. in a way. You know? yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. really Honestly, do it to totally get that. Because that's the whole reason I want to play the game. Because, <laughs> really? Well, yeah, because I, I'm like a fan of the first Ghost in the Shell movie. Like, it's one of my all time favorite movies. I, I fucking love that movie. And the way the music kicks in in the demo is very similar to that. So it's just like. Yeah, he gets the. He, it he just. Does that. 
it gets me right where it needed to, and and I, and I can tell that that's a nod to that. I mean, it's so obvious. So it's just a lot. A lot of uh, a lot of the music in the game is tied into the what's happening on the screen and the way that it ties into events and stuff that happens is excellent. My buddy, my buddy has a copy of the of the first game, and he thought about letting me borrow it. No, it's no don't, difference. Don't, do, don't even do it. No, I don't know. Like it's different. <laughs> I think Nier has an excellent story, but it, it's not worth the game to get to it, gotcha. I don't think. Uh, I'm a very big fan of that game's story, and the type of stories that Yokotaro tells, because they're always, uh, always deal with existentialism, and, uh, and Automata deals with depression, so it's big just, time. it's just, uh, I, I, you know, I like the science fiction, just the, the storyline of it but uh I don't know he, he goes a lot that game goes a lot of places that a lot of Japanese RPGs don't it's a hermaphrodite in the game mm. I won't say who because it's a spoiler <laughs> that's but, interesting uh, uh yeah and it's never stated in the game really uh people suspected it and he said yeah I didn't think I had to say it hmm so it's, it's just a lot, a lot of cool stuff like that I know like uh Persona did that in 4 they had a character who was kind of Super androgynous, and like Persona series, is, like one of the only Japanese series I can really point to. It's like this, these guys are pretty progressive because right. one of the main characters in four is, is gay, and oh. yeah, it's not really like they don't really come out and be like he's gay, but you know he. There's a lot of things that are very subtle to be like, look, this dude's you know, it's who he is, and that's okay, you know. Um, so yeah, and five is the same way, except five ramps that shit up. Like by a hundred for, <laughs> for the first quarter of the game, and then it really calms down. But um, let me tell you, in five, the first dungeon is awkward. Yeah, it's awkward. That shit was awkward as hell. I know what you're talking about. Without spoiling. <laughs> but anyway, not to divulge. Just that, that that's the closest thing I can think of to what you're saying about like something mm-hmm. dealing with those kind of themes being Japanese in a video game. So mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, sure. I just think the only problem with Nier, I can't, it's not even a problem, is that it came out just a week after Zelda, and I was like, I don't know why they marketed it like that. Because that's when it was done. Huh? Because that's when it was done. They knew they were releasing a niche product. Uh, people who wanted it really wanted it, like me. I was a big fan of the first Nier, so mm-hmm. I really wanted that fucking game. I could not believe they were making a sequel, and by one of my favorite studios, so that was like a... Winning factor, uh, but and then they released a PC version. A lot of people say, say it's pretty bad uh, because mm. you know it's not very optimized. But I mean, I were on a monster, so it doesn't fucking matter to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I had a couple problems, but um, yeah, uh, and it sold a bunch of copies on PC. That's so, bad. Uh, yeah, That's good, the boy. game was super profitable for Square Enix because you know you can kind of tell it's a it's a little bit of a low budget game, you know. Like it's it's got a really nice look, really good graphics. That gameplay is on point. Man. Yeah, <laughs> on point. But I mean, like you can tell, like it's not super. It's not charted. You know what it kind of reminds me of the situation uh, when Bravely Default, the first Bravely Default, came out. Because it was, it's a niche game. Mm-hmm. It's it's like classic Final Fantasy. But when you play it, like I just played the first chapter in it today, just to kind of see if I was in the mood for it, which. I didn't end up being in the mood for it, but I mean, it's a great game. But anyway, like, um, 
I got about halfway through, lost my save, and I'm starting over. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a bummer. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's a tough time. But anyway, um, the thing about that game is that it is gorgeous. Like, the these hand-painted sets that they made. That was good. And it, it's just an outstanding-looking game, but Square just kind of, you know, pushed it out there very quietly, and it got real big here, and they, and they ended up making a sequel to it, which surprised a lot of people. They were like, okay... That's interesting. You know, it was big in Asia and Japan for like a little bit, and they released a second version of it. It's just interesting, kind of, because it's the same company. It seems like they're taking these little chances once in a while, and it's kind of nice. One one of the vice presidents at Square really likes Yoko Taro, which for good reason, because the guy he's a genius. Clearly, so uh, people really like his stuff. He, he really favors him, and he keeps giving him chances. So that's... do I do that with Fire Emblem too, or like? Well, not with Square, but like they said that they threw it like, well, we'll just give them like one more chance. Yes, <laughs> Awakening was the series' last chance for Shelby. Which bullshit? They're gonna they're gonna bring it back in ten years or so, anyway, just like they do Metroid. But yeah, that 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 was that was the case for that game too. But um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, by putting it on PC, it opened up the audience a whole bunch, which was a great idea, and. Uh, yeah, games like that really need that kind of audience too because you can't just expect it to come out and do gangbusters on PS4 you know but I find it really interesting that it didn't come to Xbox they just got too small of a team I just think it's interesting like because Sony's scooping up all these like you know exclusive games that are kind of flying under the radar and they're getting no credit for like Nier for instance and Persona 5 and Neo and all these like kind of but nobody's really paying attention to that. It's just like, you know, where's God of War? Where's I mean, blah, blah. I mean, the thing is, though, like, my friend who ordered Neo, they said it was out of stock. They had no idea. When, he had no idea when he was going to get it. It was like another two months. It's a really good game. <laughs> it's yeah. a rad game. Um, <laughs> but the, the reason why that is is because the audience for those types of games is on Xbox. And you might think, just put the PC... Multi-platform development is very expensive yeah. and uh, more complicated than you would think. Uh, so investing the development time into a version that probably won't sell enough to justify it, it's yeah. not worth it. I just so think it's interesting because it. they, they were doing a lot of that in the uh, in the Xbox 360 era. They, they, not, they locked down like Blue Dragon and stuff like that. They gave them a lot of money. I know that they were really... <laughs> they gave them a lot of money. Microsoft was really trying to lock down an audience in Japan, mm -hmm. which just never happened. I mean, it was worth a shot. No, well, you might as well give it a shot. Yeah. But, but I, I just wonder if that's got anything to do with it, because it seems like Microsoft's just kind of taking the pass on it. Oh, yeah, they realized it's a fucking wash. They just washed their hands of it and saying, Inspired on pricing. Yeah. Now, that's a good question, then. Uh, when we... Are you surprised that the Xbox One X sold out? Like, it's... I think that it's not sold out. You don't think like well, pre I mean, like pre-orders okay. are sold out. Yeah, but there will be plenty of shipments. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm not so much surprised as this... I wouldn't say it's really the right word for it. I guess kind of expected because ever everyone that I was following was like, "Oh, I better get my pre-order in." Like, it might run out. It's like all console launches, you know. Mm -hmm, some yeah. people just have to have the the next thing. I mean, some people were fucking stoked for the PS4 Pro. And, <laughs> that's kind of not turned out to be I gotta tell you I really want one though if only because of a 4K TV and I've heard that PS4 Pro with 4K is pretty phenomenal yeah I would tell you to wait 
I probably will. Because I have a very good feeling that the next PlayStation is not too far off. <laughs> yeah, really? I was like, so? oh, yeah. yeah, like you've been doing some research. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost positive. Just judging from, I would say, I mean, can you wait two years? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd say it would definitely be two years from now as opposed to like next year before they did something like that. I mean, they might do something crazy like that. Doubt it, but I would say two years for sure. <laughs> PS4 is almost four years. Oh, it is four years old. It's gonna yeah. turn five next year. Yeah, it'll be. So you're saying? I mean, when you think about the PS3's life cycle, that's very abnormal. No, I that know. Is not, that I is know. Not that's the, what I was gonna say. Like, so it, when you think about the PS3's life cycle in comparison to the PS3, I mean, it would kind of link up with what you're saying. But, but I, I don't know. I really don't know. We'll just have to see. It, it seems kind of hard to call. Like Microsoft is going into this like single platform thing like here's really because this uh the xbox one x is just a dodge against the the biggest criticism they faced whenever they launched the consoles which was might not even be statistically true but people were like oh that's the underpowered one. Oh yeah that's what everyone was saying at launch it's true well (laughs) but not by an incredibly large margin you know what i'm saying i had both for a long time and like they're fine they're both fine like i and like they're both fine yeah, it's like a ten percent difference. However, though, yeah, but like, I'm just, I'm just saying like it's not it's not like they were just like these two completely incompatible yeah. boxes. And people who give a shit about it think that for sure. But the Xbox One X is a way to get out in front of that. You know what I mean? That's yeah. no longer a criticism of Xbox anymore. You can't say, well, that's the underpowered one because what have they been saying when they go to E3? It's the most powerful console. The most powerful console yeah, ever. Fifi's got hurt. How, however, do they yeah. hurt themselves when we have PC gamers like you said when like every game's gonna be on PC? Would you really no, want to get it? <laughs> I think like, I think it's smart of them to go for the hardware route because they everyone knows Microsoft's pretty good at hardware. Uh, now, <laughs> maybe not the, <laughs> so the Red Ring of Death. Obviously, what everyone thought of when I just said that they've uh, had a couple bumps, but uh, that was because uh, that was because they rushed that out to market super, super, super fast. They skipped like half of the required testing uh stress testing and everything for the 360 and well you saw what happened yeah <laughs> what was the other thing you're thinking of uh yeah because i was saying because i was like they're pretty reliable right yeah with reliable. microsoft yeah. yeah well i mean <laughs> there's a whole connect thing with the are you thinking of something in particular i'm just saying hardware wise you know they seem pretty people are like oh yeah microsoft that they're solid so that's like a strength yeah. of theirs. So yeah, their specs yeah. was. Yeah. So they're going for it. So they're really they're really leaning into that. Yeah, no, I was just saying with like the the whole the launch between the two consoles, you know, they because they built the console as like this home entertainment machine, and then everyone super super wasn't into that because I mean you can count the pre-orders after you three that year. It was something fucking crazy. It was like sixteen thousand pre-orders for the PS4 and four for the Xbox One. For like people leaving E3 that year, which is pretty much just press yeah. and stuff. Anyway, like um, the Xbox One is just a way for them to get out in front of that. And I, I think that might have been a bump in the road because they completely changed basically the layout of that console right before they they you know send it out. They're like, no, we're gonna change everything to make sure we can. We're just gonna completely flip our no games, 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 games. Like you don't want this home entertainment thing. Don't worry about it. That's not what we're after. So that and that kind of really I think affected the console when they launched it because their UI was was balls. It still is. Yeah, yeah and and like it was pretty obvious it was built around that connect, and it just, it just didn't I don't know it just didn't work out. Yeah, yeah no, you're right. Yeah. So so yeah, but anyway, just like that, the having the most powerful console ever, which you know like 
all those people at E3 in the crowd had sure did have t-shirts that said that. And, I love that. I yeah. Mean, but, and I said, we look at Sony and we're like, well, they're doing what they're doing. Like, pushed out games. Games that we want to play. Sony's like, getting a little bit of a big head, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't like Eric at Sony. I like <laughs> I it when either. they have competition. They do a lot better. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they kind of see a little, a little more grounded than they did, especially in that PS3 era. Six hundred dollars. Come out here and pay eight hundred bucks for. Oh no, it's, yeah, it's like six hundred dollars for. No, you're gonna you're gonna get a second job for this. Thing. That's right. You're gonna yeah. get a second yeah. job. Yeah. Like, no, I on, can't. Dude. I mean, for that. the Xbox One X, uh, they're gonna take a loss on that. I'm fairly almost thousand percent certain. Yeah, uh, because uh, the specs on it are really good. We yeah. have really good well, for apparently it can overheat though. I don't think so. It's got uh, a fucking vapor chamber. Well, you also have to, you also have to think about how like hardware sales go anyway, because Microsoft's never really made its money on its hardware. It's always been more right. software. So like they're kind of used to that. And really, this is just a tactic for them to get out in front of their bad press. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Because you don't have, you might not have the software, the first party software, which like I I know like we've beaten that drum with Microsoft a lot, but it's kind of hard not to. You know what I mean? But the thing is that we all want to buy their console. Like, Everyone says. I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't want it because I have one. So, so yeah, I'm thinking about getting me. one. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I, I actually am very interested in the Xbox One X. Oh, it's I'm just, saying I'm agreeing with you. But, I want to get one. <laughs> but the only reason I'm interested is because I don't have an Xbox. That's but if I true. had one, I probably wouldn't buy it. But I know there are those guys out there who are Xbox guys. And they're gonna get this no matter what. Like, and I think that's where all those pre-orders went. From being honest, like yeah. the Xbox guys who already have the Xbox, so like, no, I want the souped-up one. I want that's what I want, you know, yeah. for my Madden and my Call of Duty. Well, some people just want the latest shit. That too. Too much, too much money, not enough sense. <laughs> yeah, like some, I know some people just want to get a 4K and they want to go 4K TV. I'm like, uh. And I like my 4K. I'm talking some shit. I'm not talking shit. What's going on here? What are you, what talking, are you about? talking about? Well, if you can get the PS4 Pro for pretty cheap, by the way. Then for it well my, if you can't get it for very cheap then I would not. my girlfriend and I because they were they do these like specials at times where she works and I was thinking about just kind of like picking one up if we find it for a good price because you know November's just around the corner yeah I was about to say Black Friday deals you get a good one yeah, fuck yeah <laughs> yeah I would, yeah. I would go for it, especially because you have one of the older ones. So. Yeah, yeah, I have a first gen. The jet, yeah. jet propulsion. <laughs> yeah, I really want to get a newer one because we kind of want to migrate that one into the bedroom anyway, and have the 4K out here with the 4K TV. I just, I just need to be baller, but it's just getting to that point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think this holiday will be good for that. Yeah, yeah that's what we're, that's what we're looking for. But uh, yeah, the I, to, I guess to finally answer your question about you know is the PC gaming people are they hurting the xbox one x this is sales i mean i think that the xbox one x is trying to target a different subset of people mm-hmm. i mean that's what my well, microsoft's trying to target a different subset of people um you know building a pc i don't think it's too hard but some people just don't want to fuck with it they don't want to fuck with the os they just want something to play games on and they want something to play games on that makes all the games look good it's like, if you really care about graphics, then you're going to build a PC. But I guess if you care about graphics and you're kind of lazy, uh, then you're going to get an Xbox One X. And I mean, not really lazy in like a bad sense, but you just don't want to fuck with it. You yeah. know? Like, I have money. I don't want to get up ever. So <laughs> get me an Xbox One X. I mean, it's fine. And I think it's cool that they have brought all that technology like into you know a $500 
package. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I want one because I want everything because I'm insane. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gamers. It's yeah. just a thing. But I, I'm not. I'm not going to get one. Not not till they're way cheaper. By the time that they're cheap enough, I'll just the Xbox Two. We'll be <laughs> rolling our out the call decks. I'm too. I'm thinking about picking money. picking one up next summer probably, because then maybe a couple of these games they have gestating will be out, and I'll have more of a reason to get it. But I just want to play Cuphead. That's if, it. If you get a, if you get a, if you end up building that PC, I'm fucking no, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> no, I probably literally won't. no point then. Yeah, I probably won't. If you get a gaming PC, there is. Let's see, what what do I have? I do Xbox 360 backwards compatibility with mine, a lot. And I do uh, Sunset Overdrive. Game is great. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection, and I played through Halo Five. That's fucking it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> there's like not I, I rare replay, I guess. I played rare replay too. I'm gonna play Recore. We have the exact same list, uh, uh, except I didn't play Halo Five. I got rid of mine before Halo Five came out. It's all right. I uh, wanted to play it, but uh, Recore is pretty good. It's on PC. <laughs> you, you, you liked Recore? I, I didn't beat it, but I thought I liked it. You fine. Didn't think it was it's okay. Bad? I didn't think it was bad. I thought got it was, a lot of bad press. It's fine. It, you know how it got like sixes and sevens? Yeah. It's about what it is. The really? definitive edition. Uh, the definitive edition is about to come out, which is going to fix a lot of it because it's rushed. They had to cut out like a whole thing to I saw get that. a ship. He's getting a lot of flack for that too. People in the games press were like, "Was like, what's the point of why I like that game?" Yeah, they they cut out <laughs> they they cut out the ending almost. They, they cut wow, it short. Really? Damn. And the load times are insane. Yeah, it was just you know, game development's hard, fellas. It's hard shit. <laughs> Not to mention when, when you I, I know. shorten it up. When you have that name attached to it, just like uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, it's like, uh, how much is this guy really working on this game? Yeah, he did. Kickstarter. He didn't yeah. fucking do anything with that. But yeah, I mean, exactly. it, it's fine. I think it was worth the money I paid for. It was like ten bucks. I yeah. said, it's uh, fine for that. Uh, last time we talked, I did add a Zari Striker Gunbolt into my cart. I'm gonna play that game. It just looks so. It's a good game. It looks so yeah. great for some odd reason. It's probably there. It's uh, it's actually Integrates. It's not actually. Uh, I mean, concept helped on it, but it's mostly just Integrates that, and they did Mega Man Nine and Ten. They're solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did my number nine t- uh, too. Don't fucking get don't get it twisted. But like, I mean, they whatever they did on the side. The real my number nine is fucking Gunvolt, like the real Mega Man successor, which is so funny because everyone was so focused on Mighty Number Nine, but then they really quietly released the Gunvolt, and it's way fucking better than that game. I have like the first Gunvolt game on my 3DS, like from way back in the day. I played it then, I liked it a lot. But yeah, that's never. that's what I'm talking. They just kind of yeah, they just kind of fucking released it on there. Like there it is. You said like it looks so <laughs> much more like Mega Man. Like, yes, it's <laughs> way better. It's like it's like they were like following along with uh, oh god, what's his name, Mega Man guy. I can't believe I can't remember what it is. Right <laughs> I now. always get him and Ega. Uh, it's not Inafune, is it? It's Inafune. Yeah, yeah. Kijie, yeah. yeah. Inafune, like, they're just like, yeah, man, we'll make your game. And in the middle of the corner, they're like, <laughs> making the real Mega Man. Like, and they're like, yeah, dude, hold on. Just put some shit in Unreal Just Engine. a minute, buddy. We have to Make the fucking orange puff explosion. Make it look terrible. <laughs> Wii U version? Oh, fuck. Wii U doesn't run Unreal Engine. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever, just throw it on there anyway. Perry, you should just play Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight? Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight's excellent. Yeah, if you haven't played that. Have you played it? No, I haven't, but I've heard some really good things Just about it. Just get that one. It's on Switch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's probably top three indie games ever. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, yeah, I would. It's really good. Indie. I have the Amiibo okay. over there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I hear like a lot of good things about just that character. I think because he was in Super Smash, right? No, he wasn't Smash. It'd be great if he was, but he's not. It'd be fantastic. I think he has a trophy. Yeah, that'd be so rad though if he was. But... Oh, he wasn't in the Wii U. No. Super Smash. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought he was. No, no, I think, like I said, I think he has a trophy, but that's about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that that game's really good. That's that's a recommendation. Okay. I mean, like it's very hard. hard. It's if... X way forward, guys. By the way, so that's, oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Was it uh, Yacht Club? His name in the development. Yep, Yacht Club. Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna have to check out that Gunvolt and we're just gonna Metroid One, Two, and Return or Super Metroid. Yeah, <laughs> just play Super Metroid. <laughs> just skip the other ones, honestly. <laughs> like Super Metroid. I like those though. I'm really excited for I do that too, game, guys. But I mean. <laughs> Just, they're hard as fuck. I, no, they are. They're tough. I, I still have them on my 3DS. Like I just like playing them sometimes. Is it like I'm really excited for this Super Metroid Samus Returns? And like you two are bigger fans of me, but I'm just excited. Super Metroid uh, Zero Mission. Play those two. Metroid Prime. Well, he can't do first person games. Well, I'm about to grab oh, yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to have to give it a shot. Because uh, honestly, oh, then play fucking Prime then. Yeah, Prime's real good. Yeah, I'm going to get the fourth one of those. Because I, uh, I watched a friend play Destiny over the weekend. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> like, I can handle this shit. <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, recommend yeah. Metro enough. Yeah, it's good shit. What, what are you guys expecting from I mean, I guess it's just the same game. I'm but... expecting Metroid 2, but way shinier and pretty and nice and good. <laughs> good? I not to say Metroid 2 isn't good, but the game is basically a reimagining of the second Metroid game. And uh, it just looks really nice. And... Um, I've seen some of the cutscenes, and I mean, they're just taking the concept they had and exploring it a lot more. And uh, Yamamoto worked on the score and stuff. And no, I'm, I'm stoked. I can't wait. That's too. <laughs> like, yeah, I know you're the bigger fan of all of yeah, us. It's it's gonna be. It looks it's gonna be pretty good. Yeah. I played that uh, fan remake last year too. There's a fan remake. Yeah, another they scrap it. Am2R. You can find it. Don't worry. Oh, but yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got taken down, and you're like. Well, that's weird. Why did I say? Oh, this like, is now weird. we know why. <laughs> but uh, that was uh, that was really excellent. That guy made that for like a decade. But uh, it's gotten pretty good scores so far. I checked the review aggregates today. It's got like an eighty-eight on Metacritic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. But like I said, just looking at it, I was like, like how you said, just like you're alone by yourself hunting down. That's Metroid. I was like, this shit. It's good Metroid. Reminds me of like because I think it's Super Metroid Prime. Is that one? So there's Super Metroid, yeah, and, and then there's, there's Metroid, Metroid Prime. Yeah. Super Metroid is the third Metroid game. Yeah. Okay, was that for the Super Nintendo? Yes. That's the one that I'm remembering. Because I think the ending is like, the place is about to be exploded. That's every Metroid. Yeah, welcome okay, to Metroid. That's, that's every game? <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. It's oh. kind of a staple. Of this yeah, it's a staple? Yeah, that's one of It's them. not even a spoiler. It's just a staple. Yeah, it's just one of the just things something that happens. You can expect to save Zelda. You can expect Metroid to need to get the fuck out of somewhere. <laughs> okay. Need to evacuate. Yeah. You said, I'm, like I said, I'm just ready to play it. I'm like, it's like, should I get this? Or should I get Monster Runner? I'm like, no. What am I thinking? Don't get fucking Monster Hunter. <laughs> I'm not into it either. Monster Hunter is a very acquired taste. People who love it yeah. really love it. I, I mean, I don't like it. You were talking to me earlier, and you are like, I'm not sure why you don't like it. It's like, I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. People who like uh, highly compartmentalized. Did I say that right? You uh, did. You got it. Yeah. You nailed it. Uh, gaming experiences. Uh, very regiment, regimented. <laughs> yeah. 
Are you having a stroke? I'm strong now, guys. Oh, that's my face, alright. Yeah, um, people who like something with a really rigid structure, uh, like Monster Hunter, because it's very rote. You do the same kind of things over and over again. Mm. I don't care. I want to slay a dragon with my friends. <laughs> right. You go with your friends. Well, I mean, and that's the other thing. I'll do this with my friends. Man, everything's better with your friends. Every fucking game. It's like, that's so good with my friends. It's like, were you playing it or were you just talking about your dicks? Like, yeah. you know, it's like, what What were you doing? But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's really not for me. I think it's I, I think it's fucking boring as shit, but that's... I'm glad it has its money and it does. Honestly, like, it's cool to see uh, those people spring up around it because it's been a 3DS game for yeah. a while now. Yeah. yeah. It's cool to see a community develop around those games and uh, in that piece of hardware. So, I mean, but other than that, I just... Yeah, no not your, really like you said, acquired taste. Yeah, it's super so, acquired. Have you, like you said, you like the Bloodborne and Dark Souls games? Have you seen any of the Code I, Vein yet? I like Bloodborne. I have not played. Oh, Dark okay, but I would like to. And so I, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. What Code Vein? Mm-hmm. Pretty Bloodborne. much an anime, anime version of a. It does look Dark pretty Souls. sweet. I haven't checked it out. It's Namco Bandai. They're making a. Well, I mean, the other ones, whatever. But, <laughs> uh, I only think about that because it's an anime game. <laughs> anime style game. It's anime not based on any particular anime. The anime graphics are gorgeous. Style. It's like Unreal Engine four, but uh, it looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> just from the uh, just from screenshots and stuff. I don't yeah. know. I forgot which team was making it. Is that this year? Uh, it's in early development. I mean, okay, like the, the, these character models are a little stupid, but <laughs> you're a vampire in the game. So. Okay, that's kind of dumb too. But, <laughs> but what do you mean the character models are stupid? It's fucking anime. <laughs> you're right. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Fucking anime. Yeah, I just, man. All right, I don't know about that. <laughs> I just I'm not. I'm I not it looks pretty good. I, I mean, the, like, I was not big on like, like vampire stuff. I guess I don't know. It's just like it's not like no. A, I mean the graphics. Or, I mean yeah, the self shading. No, no, that looks great. That looks great. The art style, maybe not. Le- leaves some things to be desired. It I looks think. like fucking anime. Yeah, <laughs> it does. It looks like bad, like like. Sort uh, of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the last half of it, you know, but, oh, after it goes down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dark Souls is pretty good. Uh, Bloodborne is like the better version of that. Uh, I love Bloodborne so much. More, the more interesting, a little easier version of Dark Souls. There's a lot of frustrating shit in Dark I mean, Souls. Yeah. That's no, that's a real acquired taste because I know people that will not even touch Dark Souls. Or I'm not Bloodborne. a huge fan of it, honestly. I, I think it's I think it's fine, but I'm just not I, super into it. What I've played like I, I got the first one and I had a PS3 and I popped it in and it didn't run well. I was like, this is it doesn't. This was kind of like I mean, it's just chugging and I didn't really understand it at the time because this is like forever ago. It's like when the game first came out. I got it and. Because my friend was like, it's the greatest game ever made. And I was like, ah, I need to buy it and play it. So I got it, and it just wasn't for me. And I took it back, and I never got it. But then I saw that Bloodborne trailer at E3, and I was like, fuck. I need that game. It just looks good. Like, everything about it just looked good. Like, the aesthetic of the character in the trailer, and like just like the blunderbuss and the, the Victorian setting, and just how interesting it like Like, that was the thing about the game. It just looked interesting to me. Whereas, like, everything I ever saw about Dark Souls was just, was just like, the same thing over and over and over again. Here, here's your knight with the sword thing. Yeah, it's more, more medieval-ish compared to your Victorian era. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
if they took a 16-bit game design and they brought it into like the modern era. Uh, so that's why a lot of people really like it because it's just because it does take that sort of real classic design philosophy and apply it in a modern context. Bloodborne just kind of takes that and really modernizes it. Yeah. So I mean, like playing Dark Souls really reminds me a lot of playing Mega Man because it's fucking hard and like Mega Man. The first like Probably. three Mega Man games are fucking so tough. They're so fucking hard. Pretty brutal, yeah. And, like, they're really meticulous and methodical, and, like, you have to think out every move in that game and all that stuff, but um, playing um, playing Bloodborne felt like more like playing Castlevania on my SNES, where it's, like, it's kind of fast, and, you know, I, I really liked the whole setting of it and just the way, you know, the levels looked and the, that Castlevania, Castlevania 4 specifically, and, like, um, so, yeah, it, uh Bloodborne is, is just such an outstanding game. Yeah, that Lovecraft, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's a character. He's a, he's a character, that's for Lovecraft. sure. But, uh, uh... I'll tell you what, their use of his material in their game is probably the best usage he's ever seen in his, you know, posthumous career. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I, I really like, uh... I really like the style of that game, but, um... Yeah, I'm just not super into that. I mean, I I haven't played two or three, so I might give that a shot. I like Demon Souls a little bit. I thought, three was good. Um, yeah, that's pretty good. Demon Souls is fucking even harder. Really? Uh, I think it's so hard it's kind of funny. <laughs> just a giant dragon appears and fucking Sometimes, just eats you, and it's like okay. Sometimes just playing Dark Souls, I would like get so pissed off, I'll go eat something and come back like, all right. I don't understand why this was so fucking hard the first time, but I just whooped your ass. That's what it was, that's what it was like when I was trying to beat the original Bioshock on its hardest difficulty, because I was trying to get that Platinum Trophy. Yeah. I gave up on it. Honestly, I did not I did not get that Platinum Trophy. Honestly, I was going to come back to it. I never did. Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> it's, like, really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it as hard as playing The Witcher on Death March? <laughs> I don't I don't think The Witcher's probably that hard on Death March. Like, um, I used to, but then I really started thinking about it. Like, The Witcher's got a pretty exploitable system if you really know what you're doing. And it's just like any other JRPG. Like, you know, you're playing Final Fantasy. If you grind ten levels before you, before you go fight that boss, it's like, a fine. you're solid. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Whereas, like, Dark Souls and, like, specifically Bioshock, uh, like, especially, like, towards, like, say you run into a big daddy... Ain't shit you can do really, <laughs> especially on the hardest difficulty. Like, like you, there's a couple of strategies, but whenever the motherfucker can just literally poke you through and you're done, I mean, <laughs> what are you fucking supposed to do in that situation? You know, it's not like oh, I just didn't have the right gear. It's no fucking gear in Bioshock. It's, yeah. You know, slot mania is pretty hard. What? Slot mania is pretty fucking hard. Yeah, I'm it's, actually stuck right now. Yeah, it's hard as shit. <laughs> it's like hard. That, yeah. That's what I want. It's fun, but I'm stuck. I'm like, okay. It's pretty rewarding once you clear it, but yeah, it gets pretty challenging. I like it. <laughs> Yo. Okay, we're all Nintendo fans here, right? I think. No. I think no. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I could piss on them sometimes, you know. No, I love Nintendo. You just downloaded Mario Rabbids. Right, didn't we? <laughs> God. I'm considering it. It's like, I'm um, just waiting on an Odyssey. Fuck the bullshit. That's right. Fuck the bullshit. I want Odyssey. <laughs> okay. Like motto right there. Fuck the bullshit. Fuck the bullshit. 
This is a question for you, Seth. Why are Nintendo fans saying there are no good games for the Switch right now? When you have all these good indie games on it. Who, who are you talking to, Perry? I'm talking to you! No, who, who's saying this shit? I mean, who the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I got sources! Who's the sources? Hang on, hang on. Hang on here, we'll talk to them! Whoa. We'll talk to them! Your sources. What the fuck does that even mean? I mean... Like, I'll talk to them one-on-one. <laughs> I'll ask them what they're, what, what's, what's going on. I don't know, maybe they're not... I mean, they hate everything, Perry. Is I mean, it, why, why hate on something that's good, though? Because people have problems that they need to get help for. <laughs> and that's a good outlet for them, is to hate on a video game company. I mean, yeah. like, for someone to say that it's like, Splatoon 2 isn't a good game, I'm like, huh? Then they're fucking wrong, because it is pretty good. It's a fantastic game. It has <laughs> a shit amazing. ton of, I mean, I love that shit game. Ton of flaws. Like any other game. Or any other online shooter. <laughs> online shooter. Yeah. Well, I mean, shooter. to be fair, scheduling Sam and Run in certain stages, and then them saying, <laughs> what did they say? We know what's good for you. Yeah. But they're like, you think you know what you want at a restaurant? Right. You but trust. Oh, fuck, you get in there. But trust us. Uh, we, we know. Sorry to interrupt there. Uh, Thomas's cat just opened a fucking door on our own. Yeah, it's like a magical. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. I don't know what to tell you, Perry, because those people are fucking wrong. I mean, I I don't know what else to say about it. I think you need to stop taking people's comments so seriously. I'm not taking people's comments. I'm just asking. Because a lot of these people are trying to either they didn't have enough money to buy a Switch and they bought one. Yeah, or they're just trying to fucking, you know. Talk shit to you and make <laughs> I mean, you react. I just, I just want to know exactly what they're saying because, like, especially if you have a Switch and you say like, there's no good games besides Zelda, and that's bullshit right now. Who's saying that? Don't yeah. worry about Who that. is it? Let's call them out. <laughs> Fuck I it. Mean, shit. Fuck if, it. I mean, if I mean, you, I really don't remember the name. If you believe that, I don't believe that. No, I'm, I'm this is hypothetical <laughs> because you gave me a hypothetical. If you believe that, like, if if you think Zelda's the only good thing, then okay. Good for you. Yeah. Like, don't fucking then don't complain about it. Get yeah. rid of your switch. Sell it back. Get the fuck out. This is someone that actually cares about it. Go get one of those Xbox One X's. Yeah. <laughs> I hear they have a great library of video games. We'll, we'll get a, go get a go get a fucking Vita. There's your handheld. Yeah. Choice. Hey, that's pretty. They got a pretty <laughs> He's, like, He's like, wait a minute. I actually have one of those. But like, rest in peace. Yeah. The only argument they try to bring up was the fact that. The chat was terrible, so that's what made the game bad. I'm like, how does that make the game bad if it's not the actual IP? I mean, the chat is bad. Oh, like you said, like it's bad. I'm like, not gonna argue with that. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dumb. So I mean, it doesn't. So it doesn't impact the gameplay. Yes, you're you're right. It doesn't impact the gameplay, uh, except when it does, when you want to use it. <laughs> Now, I know that the the common, uh, you know, argument is just he's Discord, and that's I have Discord. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. That's what you guys were telling me last time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't download it. I know of it now. Yeah. Download, download it. Download it. Okay. Let's uh, do it. Uh, I mean, it's it's bad, and Nintendo should be rightly criticized for it. I'm yeah. not, not going to defend their fucking asses for that. That's a stupid thing, having to have a app on your phone and... <laughs> Just, uh, it's, it's bad. And I mean, it, it is a knock against the, the game, because the game has voice chat. Yeah, I saw that story, right? Yeah. <laughs> it has a voice chat protocol built into it, so why they didn't go with that, 
I don't know. Just because they're being themselves. They're I don't know what the fuck Nintendo are. thinks half the time. They're, they're weird. weird. They're weird. But, but you know what I will say though? It's it's interesting as hell that all these things are in place. But these, uh, I, it's not Meverse anymore. It's just some like weird, the sketch thing you go through in, in mm-hmm. left over from the first game. But there's some seriously fucked up shit. That people put on those things. Are you surprised? Tell me. You're no, surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs> but I'm just saying they're talking about like protecting kids and all this, you know, silly shit they've always said about like voice chat and communication and stuff and like. But. But paying moderators is expensive. Right. But fucking yeah. It's god. Not me. <laughs> oh my god. Like I go on there and I swear to God I report shit all the time when I play Splatoon because it's just fucking so stupid. Like, some of the shit you see on there, I'm just like, dude, really? This is where you come to do this? Like, then, then the intern gets the notification, right? The intern gets it, and they're too busy getting coffee. They go, ha, 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 They're like, I gotta go beat my dick in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Like, it owes me money. Fuck you, Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> well, even with you guys saying that, how they're supposed to be more family-oriented or kid family, how do you feel about Skyrim coming to this switch or L.A. Noor? I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it, but I mean, I'm stoked about that Skyrim port <laughs> if it pans out. Technically, I mean, I mean, they never said that they were family oriented. That's just kind of what people. It's kind of what people gather yeah. from yeah. them. Yeah, they aim for that whenever it's convenient for them, like yeah. any other company does that needs to market. Whenever they feel like they want to, uh, <laughs> whenever they feel like they need to, uh, really squeeze an audience that's waiting for them. Uh, they fall back onto that, but now the good times are good, and they can get the third parties. Uh, <laughs> then you know it's gravy. Then uh, court all the fucking third parties, do all the M-rated games. Who cares? Switch is just Switch. <laughs> it's meant to be played on the go, right? <laughs> just uh, just a game. Yeah, they kind of leaned into that pretty hard when they had to, like on the Wii when they had fucking nothing to play but like your family style games yep. or like. Sonic and the Black Knight, and, you know, like, but now that they kind of don't need to do that anymore, it's kind of like Sony playing catch up with indie games. Like they used to really like be all about that like indie showcase stuff, and mm-hmm. like they still kind of are now, but nowhere near as much as they were in the uh, you know dire years of the PS3. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, <laughs> but like I've never played Ellie nor have you played it? So? Yeah, uh, yeah, I was. Uh... I was just recently playing through it on PC, which I think is funny because then this version got announced uh, like literally like a month ago or something. Uh, I did I didn't beat it because honestly it's it's, it's okay. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, story kind of gets to me, and then the gameplay itself is super repetitive. But uh, I mean, the facial text really cool. The idea is really cool. It's pretty neat. Uh, it's just, I don't know, I think that it kind of wears itself out, because I, I literally played like 20 hours of it, and I feel like I'm not going to beat it for like another 10. It's pretty long for the type of game that it is. So, so is that coming to Switch? Yeah, yeah. it's going to Switch. Really? Yeah. I only thought that it was coming to PS4 and Xbox One, but that's... And the Vive. <laughs> and the VR the, version. Yeah, that they way do like some missions or something. Like yeah, it kind of awkwardly kind of... It's kind of rad. Moves it around. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of rad, actually. I, I did not catch it was coming to Switch. Oh. Though. That's interesting. I wouldn't buy it for Switch. You wouldn't? Not, I'm probably not oh, Fuck no, it. it's $50. They can eat my ass. I bought that game for like five dollars on. Uh, I broke the PS3 version right now for like five bucks. Exactly. That's dumb. And, yeah. and the uh, remastered versions are gonna be like 
30 or 40, I think. I think the PS4 and Xbox One versions are going to kind of benefit because from what I understand, the game got super rushed at the end because it didn't get, like, picked up. Like, it was being done by Rockstar, but it was, like, a subsidiary, right? Mm -hmm. And then something towards the end didn't really work out, and and Rockstar kind of came in finished a bunch of it up, and they pushed it up for release. I haven't beaten it, so I wouldn't know, but that's... I mean, it's already first... It turned out to be pretty interesting, and about midway through the game, you get to, like, the murder section or whatever, like, murder cases, and that section drags on for fucking ever. Really? And by the time that you get to something different than that, it's, you're already so sick, I had to take a break. Like, yeah. I got, like, three cases in Vice, and I had to take a break. And when you do the PC version, that's, like, the game of the year or whatever, so it has all the cases, which these new versions will, too. And you can tell, like, some of them are kind of inserted, like, kind of DLC. And they're way fucking longer than the normal cases, so it's just, oh, it's so long. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with having, like, a long game or whatever, but man. I mean, that that's kind of the... I could die tomorrow. I have... <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing you played was L.A. Noir. Thanks. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean... I think it's cool that's coming to it. That's what you're asking. Yeah. And Skyrim and everything, but definitely not fifty bucks. Skyrim is going to be sixty. <laughs> no. Mm. no that's harsh. Oh, you get a skin with it. You know. might have to buy it on Skyrim though, because that could actually be fucking rad. Uh, that's so cool that it's <laughs> yeah. portable. Yeah. Uh, but the, I better get a deal on that. I'm not I paying mean, sixty fucking dollars I mean, for Skyrim again. I played the shit out of that game when it came out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like hundreds and hundreds of hours. And I haven't even thought about it. Like, they did the HD version for the PS4 or whatever. And it's rem- yeah, it's that version, too. It's the yeah, remastered the one. The remastered. Switch, which I know, which cool. is rad. But, like, I just... I don't know. I, I want it because I think it'd be cool just to bust out my portable Nintendo console and play <laughs> Skyrim on it. Go, but, uh, yeah, I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm going to wait and see how it, how it works out on there, technically, and then if it holds up. Which it I looks mean, pretty solid from yeah, what people have said. So I mean, really cool. if that's the case, which... Hoping it is, but you know, I don't know. Mm. It, I, I want it. That, that's that's no mods though. Actually. Obviously, that's fine. No mods. I don't really. I mean, I, I've never really the, the first time seen I, one that really cared about you, that. When you play when you play Skyrim with mods, it's a whole different world. Let me tell is you it? that much. <laughs> yeah. It makes the game way better. It does. I I put. I mean, the original version I played of Skyrim was on the PS3. It didn't have mods, so I'd, and, it didn't really yeah, bother. I mean, me. you don't have to go all out like asshole tinny mod or whatever yeah. like you don't like I don't need that I don't need like bouncing dick modification or anything like crazy like that you know what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> those green shader mods are pretty rad though like the, I just like the little stuff like the yeah. like the UI mods and just some little graphical mods cause yeah I, I don't know I, the UI mod especially is a long way to making that game way better I think yeah so <laughs> how do you guys feel about uh where they said Nintendo said that we need to buy SD cards for future gaming. Did you not see that? Yeah, I saw it. It's a typical thing with like handhelds anyway. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's kind of to be expected. I mean, like it fucking sucks because they're cheaping out on the game card, but uh, I yeah. think they're just kind of signaling that we should fucking uh, buy digital from now on, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's they could do a sixty-four gigabyte. Uh, cause that's the, that's what the problem is. The max game card size is thirty-two gigabyte. And max Blu-ray size is 50 gigabyte. So now you can kind of see where the difference yeah, is going to yeah, be. So instead of making like a 64 gigabyte card, they're not going to do that because there's already a switch tax. I just bitched about LA Noir. It's ten dollars 
more expensive than other versions. That's why Switch versions are more expensive because it costs more to make. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cards more expensive. And if they did a sixty-four gigabyte version, it'd be even more expensive than the yeah the thirty-two gig. So instead of making it more expensive, they're just like just download the rest. I mean, SD card like passing the cost off on you. You know, especially if you get two K. Yeah, yeah SD cards are pretty cheap anyway, so it's not. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, so I do have to get this regardless. <laughs> yeah, I would just, man, just get a, just buy a digital for Switch. I mean, no, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. A lot of people like their, what? Like, <laughs> well, a lot of people like their ownership, you know, and I, I respect that. I was like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. I ran out of space. Yeah, I'm kind of, I, I, I was that way until. You know, living situations change, and then I was like, "Till oh. your space runs out, and you're yeah. like, it'd be great yeah. if I didn't have a hundred games to yeah. physical <laughs> I mean, real like, estate. We're in my apartment recording this, and I have like a bunch of comics and stuff everywhere. But th- I mean, I I need to reserve space for that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Like I have all of my video games piled up on one shelf, and I've been slowly getting rid of a lot of it. You know, really. all of this stuff that really like means a lot to me. I've been keeping. And I f- honestly, I feel like that's the way to go. Whereas I used to just hoard everything. That's the way to go. There's really kind of no reason to do that anymore. You know? All the you get, man. Yeah. Because actually, I was at, I keep on seeing Mario Rabbids like at Walmart. I'm like, no, I'm just going to get it digitally. Fuck it. Yeah, just get it digitally. <laughs> that's what like, I did. And I'm sure, I mean, yeah. The only other reason to go physical is because they, a lot of the time, they can still get cheaper. Like newer games can get cheaper. Uh, physically than they can digitally because they rarely put those on sale sometimes during Black Friday or whatever yeah. Xbox Sony are good about doing that yeah. Nintendo not so much but but I want to say Sony's been killing it with their flash sales lately yeah, like for the past like year and a half they've been they've been having really really solid flash sales so yeah, Steam, Steam really led the way on that stuff and I'm really glad to see the other storefronts really picking up on it because yeah but that's what I mean if you want older stuff usually that you can get it pretty cheap digitally when they run those sales so I actually got the Witcher pretty treat when they run their sale I was like oh okay I'm, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and play this now yep for sure <laughs> now Seth yep you got a new thing called Color Cast Media yeah I do that's that's my new I like thing it for a good thing I appreciate hey Sean just walked in the building <laughs> Hello, Sean. Can <laughs> I just go ahead and call you out on the podcast? Yeah. It's just kind of walking and finding where I'm going. Who cares? Uh, I'm, really, I'm really excited for what you're doing with that, man. No, thanks, man. Well, seriously, like, I read both of your reviews. I thought that it was like, I was right there with, you, with your Splatoon and your arms review as I did play both. Now, this is a question that I can we can probably go in depth for a while. We see reviews from IGN, Game Informer, GameSpot, mm-hmm. and we see the problems with them. As we, like you and me, continue to grow as reviewers, yep. what do you plan to accomplish in your way to like separate you from the past? And you can chime in with this too, Alex. Well, uh, uh, personally, my, my goal uh, that I've been trying to set is just to... Uh, write stuff that's more personal like mm-hmm. it relates more to me uh, because I've, I've read quite a few reviews um, 
in my time as as a person who reads uh, things, and uh, you know, I, I don't have to explain this to you the the writing process, right? Yeah. You, you get your outline, you get your sections. You know, it's it's pretty set in stone, and a lot of reviews are kind of like samey and stuff. I don't know. I would like just to break that up. Uh, and take it more personally and that's really not a revolutionary idea because uh, a lot of other blog based uh, sites like Kotaku and Polygon and Giant Bomb, Giant Bomb uh, they already do that sort of stuff they, they offer their own uh, personal insight into the game review and that makes it more interesting you know when mm. I read the opinion of the reviewer it makes it seem more authentic and way better than because a lot of the older reviews tried to follow the newspaper model and uh, and make it so that it, it sounded like it was from the the site, not the person writing it. Like yeah. just no one paid. It's kind of an interesting pattern. If you look at older, if you look at older reviews, like if you look at like an archive version of like Gamespot or whatever, the reviewer's name is you don't see it. Like no one pays attention to it. You see review, small like name or whatever, and then the text. No one gave a fuck. And no one, no one read the name of the person actually doing the work and reviewing the game, unless you're hardcore into that, or unless you're like, wow, I like this opinion, and then you go up and read the person's name. But nowadays, if you look, their name is pretty upfront and clear. In a lot of places, like Kotaku and I mean, Giant Bomb's a personality-based site anyway, so mm. they've got. It's all huge. Like if you look at Kotaku, is just a great example because they're like they're like the biggest, I think, right now. Like There's also gaming. Uh, Waypoint. I think is a good example. Yeah, Waypoint's excellent, but that, that's a that's even more focused on like the you know personal yeah. insight version. But there's a biography now uh, on each Kotaku article about the author. Like that was never in place before. Like this the the, the shift to. Uh, that I think is interesting, and I'm really interested in, and I think that's uh, a result of the YouTube and Twitch explosion of you know people people wanting it's gonna sound harsh people wanting to sound like they have friends and looking at people who play games have the same interests as them and they kind of have like a pretend virtual friend and they can really link up with them and relate and uh, yeah and I think that kind of approach to personality based uh Interaction is—it's affecting everything. It's not just video games; it's almost every single thing, like music and literature. Like yeah. people just gaming. Filmmaking will be games. there eventually when Hollywood finally shits its bed. But um, and I, you know, Twitter had a huge part in it too because you know before celebrities were this huge like I can never talk to that person. <laughs> yeah. Now, you, now they're just a tweet away. You can get the chance to talk to a big famous fucking person at any time. It's, it's pretty insane when you think about it. Yep. I uh, I actually tweeted like comic book writers I like and a lot of them actually respond to me. <laughs> that's yeah. cool. And that's yeah. just it's unthinkable to think about like just a few years ago. And I, I just think that that whole more personal realization that the internet connects everybody uh, you know in the ways I guess yeah, <laughs> I guess Al Gore won it. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> this is what he envisions <laughs> as a <laughs> someone who's studied computer science. Al Gore did not invent the internet. Yeah. But, well, anyway, oh, yeah. it's pretty clear. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Al Gore invented the internet. So. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just, that's my approach. I, I want to make it more person, 
Personal, yeah. I mean, because there's no point otherwise. If I'm just writing the same shit as everyone else, Samus returns. Great graphics. I can turn her arm cannon. It sure is dark down she here. She used the gun with the thing, and there's, yeah. the, there's a jellyfish. She's yeah. a pretty girl easy, power. There's a thing there. Yeah. Let me appeal to progressives now. Yeah. <laughs> this, is anyway. brand, this is brand new. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so there's no fucking point. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste exactly. of my fingers' time typing that shit out. So I might as well make something I think is interesting. Exactly. What about you, Perry? <laughs> well, just to go on record, I when I before I actually start writing reviews, I had to ask a couple of people. Alex was one, like just their opinion, like what did they not like about video games reviews? I didn't want to ask you because you were in the process of doing that. Got to learn on your own. You know what I'm saying? You got to like don't want to mess up your formula or lab so I didn't want to ask you those questions while you were writing just like a like a friendly thing if that makes sense mm-hmm. but as I'm writing reviews it's more about like how this thing is like how's it influence influential in a way like I just played Lost Legacy I played Near. I reviewed those I was like these have a lot of good influences but how can I do it like how can I sound different or be different compared to everybody else. Like, okay, I can give you the gameplay, I can tell you what it is, I can give you the pros and cons, but at the end of the day, how is this game influential in some way? And that, I never got that, the actual answer until after I beat the game, and it's right there on the spot, and I can see what is influential in both games. Mm -hmm. And that's how I'm just going to continue to do it. It's like, I can see everything in Breath of the Wild and how it can be influential, like just as a gamer, a game developer. But how can we learn from it, and how can we make it better in video games? Because, like you said, like it's more personal, and like we've seemed to get away from that idea of what is personal and what is not. Because we can all just go to IGN right now and just scroll down to the bottom and see the score and not read their actual review, but. If you want to know how we felt, then you should read the review. And that's what I felt reading yours. I'm like, this is how Seth felt. Right. Reading Splatoon. That's why, a lot, that's why a lot of people... Uh, it, those are good points, by the way. Uh, it's, that's why a lot of people are dropping review scores, because they, they think that they don't want to quantify their opinion into a number. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I mean, make, make them read it. I don't know. It's kind of an outdated form. I mean, like, I, I don't... I, I like giving scores, mostly because yeah. uh, I guess I can quantify my feelings in a general sense, but only if it's a five-star slash one out of five system. I think if you do ten points, it's too broad. If you do, yeah. If you do 20 point, then you're fucking stupid. The only the only system I can, I can accept with numbers is, is like... You know, a five star or five point system, just because. Yeah, like I think that's the most. That's when, probably the best. When IGN gives it like a seven point eight, I'm just like, what yeah. does that yeah, even that mean? Stupid. Like, yeah, it's that's just stupid. I, mean, I, I think because they're trying to explore their scale because they're on a one hundred point. Yeah, scale. whatever. Like you, so I'm like, whatever. You hear about that? Like the, the way the game site spot used to quantify. Like I've listened to Jeff Gersman talk a lot about how they yeah. used to like they had these scales, like Famitsu level scales, where they like broke everything down into quantities and then they would add that up and it's like it's like an algorithm for a fucking video game review and yeah. I'm just like what is the point of this I'm not learning anything from this like, yeah it's dumb so, because I'm a 5 out of 5 perfect or like a 4 out of 
five, it doesn't make, good. It, make it a nine out of <laughs> yeah. ten to, on IGN score. Just the way you score it. Plus, IGN has all these like weird, and I don't want to shit all over IGN. Like they, well, they they're not, I'm not great, but they're but they're not like the worst either. Like yeah. like there are places you can go like Destructoid on the internet where everything is a six. Yeah. Literally everything is a six. Yeah. Like, like IGN is not the worst, but they're but they're the most commercial now, and they are they're trying. They've been trying to be the most commercial for a long time. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, like like you said, everything's subjective, and just based off opinions and everybody's golf's being played right now. <laughs> but gravy, man. No volumes. <laughs> but no, just like. No, I'm going to play the game. So. Sorry, you say Hot Shots Golf? <laughs> I'm sorry, I went, out, went the wrong way in my ear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always been called that in Japan, right? Everybody's golf? Yes, always. Yeah. Since, the beginning, since the olden days. I guess they just decided this was the one where it's like, you know what? That's exactly it's what it was. Time to leave it behind. <laughs> they were like, no one, no one fucking knows. Hey, this. we were shitting on the Vita earlier. Or, I mean, someone was shitting on the Vita. Vita. Earlier, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, hold on. <laughs> Alright, let me, let me, let me change, fuck the Vita. What was that? Well, Hot Shots, Hot Shots on the Vita is like one of, oh man, that's a good game. That's an excellent yeah. game. Like Persona 4 and Hot Shots, you got yourself a, a year. <laughs> right there. Um, <laughs> Back to what I was saying. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sorry for the, sorry, you're sorry good. for the derail railing right there. Derail is fine right there, but like it's all subjective and how they like make it more personal. Because like I think there was some game that got a review on IGN I saw recently. It was reviewed by Miranda Sanchez, but the person that did the voiceover was like Damon Hatfield. I'm like, why? <laughs> like because they're busy. They're a team. They got different people. They got a lot things. of stuff going on. Oh yeah, they probably do. I was just like, but you didn't play the game though, Damon. From what I understand, Damon's like their like broad narrator guy like if they need someone to step in and do something so, for him he's it's just like the game trailers had they had what's his name who's now Easy Allies or whatever a very distinct voice you know what I'm talking about when you hear you, I know the voice I don't know his name um so five five star to me one out of five uh garbage fire uh, <laughs> two, uh don't play uh two out of five it's bad three out of five it's mediocre Four out of five. It's good. Five is perfect. Don't award a five unless it's actually a perfect game. It's that, uh, it's that Jeff Gertzman lifestyle kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually excited to see more of your reviews. <laughs> like I said. Well, it's good to hear. Oh, wait. You probably ready to see more of mine. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's a little... It was a task to get to where it was. But it's still going. Like, we still got to do more and, like... I like writing. I wanted to talk more about video games and like, hell, the more suggestions you got, I can go back and play. It just kind of sucks is that I want to review Samus uh, Returns, but I'm not going to be able to because it's a Nintendo company, but I'll do a written one. Can't put it up on YouTube. You can if you apply for a YouTube creators type thing. Oh, really? But yeah. doesn't it like 90% of your content have to be Nintendo though? You have to register each video individually. Oh, okay. It's not a big deal. I mean, it sucks. It sucks <laughs> that you have to do that for them. But it's Nintendo. Yeah. What, what are you going to do? Yeah. Can't argue with them. <laughs> but yeah, you can do that. Or, or, I mean, or you can do what mm-hmm. a lot of people do and say, fuck it. And not, and not put up their footage or their music. But 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you but if you go that route, your video has to be one hundred percent Nintendo. If you register your video, you can register a channel, but then it does have to be not ninety percent. It has to be one hundred percent Nintendo. You can't do anything else. Okay. Because they're taking your ads and then paying you. Like they're putting ads on your video and paying you for their ads. And we all know how ads are going for gamers on YouTube right now. Not so well. <laughs> well, you know. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, write, writing's fun, I guess. Well, uh, beefing up the content. There should be more, more to come. I said, like, I'm ready to see it. Uh, I hope you're ready to see my ads. We're sure. both. As we're both entering, do you have anything else to say about that, Alex? Nah, you guys handled it. <laughs> well, you well we mentioned Destiny Two and we mentioned Shadow of War. Did we? Yeah. Off air, but okay. But off okay. Air. All right. Yeah, that yeah. happened. Yeah. The time before so, the play button. Right. Before the record <laughs> button, right? Yes. Run that back. <laughs> but there's a that two words you were saying. Microtransactions? Is, oh. that what, is that what you don't... Previously, we were having a conversation <laughs> yeah. about these games. Previously on conversation. Previously, Previously on anyway. Previously. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you brought up Shadow of War, and I said that I was stressed out about it because it is apparently riddled with microtransactions. So that is a game, like, I don't usually... I'm, I'm not usually a reviews guy unless it's, like, it's a situational thing for me, or it's like a, uh, like a like when Jeff Gertzman writes a review about of something I'm interested in, I probably read it just because one he doesn't really write reviews very often, and number two he uh, he's a really smart guy. He's um, been a long time. Yeah, he's been doing it forever. Uh, so like when I read his Horizon Zero Dawn review, I was like, damn, this must be a fucking good video game because he does not award these kinds of scores. Anyway. Uh, the whole mic microtransactions thing is really scary because I don't want to waste all my time and money getting that game and pl and trying to play it and then finding out, oh, I have to pay more money to enjoy this game and all that. So I'm just going to wait. You don't have to. It, no? it'll, it'll be optional stuff. It'll be loot. Yeah, well, I just hope not stuff. because from when, it, from when all that stuff initially broke, people were saying it was like in-game content. It is. End-game content. Oh, end-game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't... How the fuck they know that? If they well, I... I mean, I would it, not be surprised. It's WB. There, there, Warner Brothers is terrible about this kind of thing. There are review copies out in the wild at this moment. Mm -hmm. And um, I think some somebody like an anonymously lifted the embargo on this yeah. kind of shit. And I, it might have been on Reddit or, or like, um, like 4chan or one of those fucking places. Uh, Gaff might have been one of those. But I know that like somebody, somebody let some shit slip. And, and that's what people in the industry were talking about. And it's, it's, I don't know, I really liked the first game. I thought it was rad. I like that, I like Tolkien a lot. I'm a big fan of his work. And it's just... It's a good game. Yeah, I just, I, I don't want it to be that. So, uh, yeah, anyway. I don't want to drop 60 bucks on something and then someone expect me in order to finish the game I spent 60 bucks on to give them more money. Well, the way they said that they were going to do it, it was to be, to donate to someone's family member. That was no, one. That was one. That yeah, was one that was, else. that's like one character in the game. He's like a troll. It's because the guy that, one of the developers for the game passed away. And the proceeds are going to his family for all that stuff. That's different. Okay. Yeah. I'm for that. The the D, the DLC is is pretty egregious in that game, but you know that's kind of part of a uh, bigger conversation about how sixty dollars isn't enough for a video game anymore. 
Uh, game development's very expensive. I know touched on that in the last episode. It's very expensive. Yeah, really uh, is. Destiny is probably... Yeah, just like Hollywood, they don't like to reveal figures very often for how much it actually costs. Uh, but Destiny was about half a billion dollars to develop, just to give you an idea of really? how expensive that kind of shit is. So, and you might think, well, re- movies routinely, you know, with the marketing budget, are routinely about that much money. Like a big budget $250 million movie with the marketing budget uh, is it's about half a billion. Red Letter Media said that a long time ago. It's a good way to measure it. You take the budget and you double it. That's how much it actually costs. So, but everyone sees a movie. They all pay $10. Everyone just saw it. <laughs> I did. Did you? It was good. I loved it. Okay, so. I'm trying to go see it. That's yeah, all I'm asking. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good, but uh, I, well, I don't know. After I got back, whatever. That's that's movie review that's stuff. Other thing. But uh, it's worth its rotten tomatoes. Let's say that. It's okay. Like, it's like 88 or something. I thought it was 100 percent when I saw it. It was it was for a while. They usually come down. <laughs> I I'd say it's more like 85. It's pretty good. Well, it's got flaws. I want to see it. A lot of poor movies do, but yeah. the newer ones. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone saw that fucking movie. It made a shit ton of money. Not everyone buys a video game. Unless it's, uh, call it, unless it's GTA. Million, million sellers are a big deal. People always talk about, we sold a million copies. We sold two million copies. So you do the math, the rough math, and you see it was $60 times a million. $60 million. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> uh, after, uh, well, that's, uh, that, that's terrible. What am I talking about? Game developers get 20 bucks out of that. So $20 times a million is about how much pr- raw profit that the developers actually get in. So that's why you have DLC, that's why you have uh, loot fucking crates and all that kind of microtransactions and stuff. Just all ways to try and recoup the cost of development and make a profit without making the game more expensive. That's why you're seeing more like indie developed games through crowdsourcing yep. sites like Kickstarter. Yeah. That's why this whole fig thing is happening with... Uh, uh, Double Fine and all that kind of stuff where people are investing in games and seeing rewards instead of it just being stuff like Kickstarter. So, But yeah, it's 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 complicated. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really expensive. Really fucking expensive. Uh, game development's kind of fucked right now. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that's an even larger uh, conversation. Like Crunch uh, yeah, is... The, the working conditions, uh, the pay—it's all bad. It's not—it's—it's it's not good. As someone who once aspired to be a game developer, it's not—it's <laughs> yeah, it's not. not a good career to go to. If you love video games, you will not when you're done, unless you're super passionate about it. You get real lucky, you end up in a designer position. But all the—if you're a programmer at a game company, you're doing hard work. You're doing real hard work. That's you know, like AI and stuff. But what you could be doing is uh, writing bank programs in Java for about a hundred thousand dollars a year instead of getting paid sixty grand a year uh, to work three hundred hours a week. Like uh, a passion project. That's, yeah. that, that's basically what it is. You have to really love it. The one example I always come back to you is um, with that is the fact of like um, Madden and the EA development teams. Yes. Um, those people like sleep in their offices yep. and they like never see their families and then those games come out and everybody's like oh it's fucking the same things last year it's fucking there's no bad it looks crazy bro game, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But, but it's just the fact that like these guys 
bust their asses on these games every year to get them out because they have these tiny, tiny little release windows. And for all their trouble, they make small improvements on those games. They do what they can. But you bet your ass whenever that game comes out and some tiny little thing's wrong, everyone fucking lights them up for it. So it's like, that example always sticks with me because like the, the gaming community has a lot of faults, just like any community. But the thing, the thing is, is that gaming is different because you have to wait... Like, in the case of Zelda, you get you get one every, like, five years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, cumulatively, like a main, big, Breath of the Wild-style Zelda. So, like, with, with Madden, you get one every year. But that year to the people who only play Madden is just like waiting five years for Zelda for us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's the only thing they really have to live up to that, that time. So, whenever... I see those people getting that kind of backlash. It just really bothers me because it's like, man, you don't even know what that dude went through. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of perspective is needed for a lot of game fans. Like, you know, someone who, uh, like I am, starting to review games. Some, uh, I'm not going to say professionally. It's absurd. Yeah, but, we're not uh, there yet. <laughs> uh, but someone, you know, who does try to look at games critically, it's very important to keep that in mind. Uh, you know, you can you can call it a game trash, but you have to understand where they're coming from what that means like to call like when you're when you're calling a game trash you just you gotta keep it in mind the circumstances that led to that game being that way no one wants to make a bad game yeah no one sits down and says i'm gonna make a bad game some people might sit down and say i have to feed my family and they gave me only so much money to make this game and uh, i have to take shit and, and you know, and, and I want to get up from my, <laughs> I want to get up from my computer. I want to go whack off in the bathroom because I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I'm out of this company. I mean, yeah, you have that, but no one sits down and makes a bad game. I think just, I know people can treat movies like that. People can treat games and music like that, and, you know, and it's okay to be critical, but. I think what people I said. need to take some fucking perspective, man. <laughs> Maybe yeah, just like, be a little less defensive yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to things you're trying to enjoy. I think the last thing we said, how I talked about how Lost Legacy was nothing but a tech demo. I actually like how Uncharted is nothing but a tech demo. Like how. Oh, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah, but uh, when I did the review, the, one of my friends who thought that way watched my review, and they said like that was a good review. It was actually gave the game justice, like. Like, because I said the game is good, not great. Just from a critical standpoint. The Lost Legacy. You think it's just good? Is that what you're saying? I said it was good, not great. Hmm. For me, personally. I said, I think everybody should play this game, but just to me, it's good and not great. But it can be great if you want it to be great. Fair. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. So, I thought it's just interesting that we talk about how, like, 2K and, like, EA, because just changing the idea of like because you can people think it's just a reskin and that's it like it's just the same game over and over but when they sit there and said that for like the latest 2k game they had to look at Stephen curry because he changed the way they did the three-point line it's like damn you put a lot of thought into changing your gameplay just off based off one player or lebron james just mm-hmm. i just don't understand how people just hate off of it when you're getting your game, like while we wait for Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy or Zelda. Speaking of which, what'd you think of that? So, King, Kingdom Hearts uh, being launched for 2018. You don't believe it? No. <laughs> I don't. I believe, it. I believe it when I see it. You think so? Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I, I did kind of shit on Nomura pretty hard last. Yeah. I would say I felt kind of bad about it, but he recently kind of did an interview where he was like, "Yeah, you know, I have these assistants who are actually directing it, and I just kind of, you know, do some character designs. <laughs> and I like just kind of make sure things going all so right." So he's trying to be Yuji Horii, is that what he is? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I don't know. I. It kind of makes me feel bad that he gets a lot of credit for all that shit. And I was like, like I did Final Fantasy VII. Like, he's just fucker. You did the character design. He's like, just the on. name. I don't know. Like, it's just the I name. like his art. I think he's. I think he's a great artist. I'm a big fan of his character designs. Some all. Okay, I'm. I'm a big fan of some of maybe his older style character designs. <laughs> maybe not all the belts and zippers. What about the these Ed Hardy looking motherfuckers in Final <laughs> Fantasy Fifteen? <laughs> Looks great, man. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a great look. Not yeah. enough black leather in that yeah. game. I, did. I guess you're the only one that's played uh, Half Life. What did you think of that article that came out about the fan like story, what, episode three or something? That like, was the writer of the series. Oh, was the writer conclusion series. to the uh, to the Half Life Two saga? Mm. Well, they said it was supposed to be the, like the ending to like three. Like that was the like if it was going to be made. Yeah, <laughs> that was then into Half-Life 2 episodes. So there was Half-Life 2, then they decided to do an episodic series, which kind of continued where Half-Life 2 left off. There was episode 1, 2, and there were supposed to be 3 that concluded the episodes, which would conclude the story of Half-Life 2. That way they could go on to a different world and setting with Half-Life 3. Because Half-Life 1 is a different thing altogether. It's set in a different setting. It's kind of like its own... I mean, like, Half-Life 2 is a sequel to it, but I don't know, in my head I always think of, like, them being different, like, continuities. It's like Bioshock, in a way? Yes, kind of. Mm. I mean, well, not that... Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. I was like, mm, no. Uh, but uh, I was devastated. I mean I, I mean, I was happy that I got to read that. And everything, but it's, I mean, I fucking love those games, dude, and so does everyone else, and it fucking sucks that Valve won't follow up on it, man. It sucks. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand they have no reason to. Steam makes them, like, fucking billions of dollars a year. Off that alone, and then Dota makes them even more. Yep. I do not like Dota. I say, like, boring I don't, fucking I don't, I don't game. I don't see why people are so hyped about Dota. Too. People love like, no, uh, dude. People love MOBAs. They love MOBAs. They love League. They love that shit. It's, it's so, just like it's just everything comes around for a hot minute. It's just like PUBG's taking over right now. Uh, that game's I mean, way like, fucking better than Dota could ever <laughs> hope to be. I, I'm glad a fucking good game is popular for once. Uh, yeah. They said that game might go up for game of the year, and I can see why. PUBG's good. If you, have, if you guys haven't played it, it's pretty been. Well, I don't have a game to play it on. I'm sorry. Unfortunately, <laughs> Xbox. But I have, I have watched a lot of it, and it, it looks like a lot of fun. So, but yeah, just Blue Hole did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those fucking names. Was the fizz factor? Was it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Blue, Blue hole. hole. <laughs> oh, that's fucking so good. Affected asshole. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it sucks. I mean, I'm I'm glad they're able to do that, but fuck Valve for doing for for doing that. I mean, I know they they don't give a shit. Like they don't have to listen to me. And I know they didn't want to do a sequel if it were. You know, wasn't going to revolutionize everything. Cause that's their that's their design. That's their design philosophy. They won't do a game unless it's going to 
revolutionize everything. So whack though. That's such a that's such like a ridiculous mentality to take. They in. have like, the money to do it, but they still, have the money like, and the resources to do it. We're not going to make a game unless it's literally the gra- the most groundbreaking thing to ever fucking happen ever. It's like, come on, dude, just like make give people what they want. Like, what's the fucking big deal? <laughs> yeah. Their pride is their pride is too great. I mean, it's so stupid though. Like, uh, it's just it's really dumb. <laughs> Yeah, I, look mean, at, I mean, look at Rockstar. They make shit ton of money. They make a shit ton of money. They don't care. They don't care about the money. They make billions off Steam. They don't give a fuck about making money off the game. They only yeah. want to make. They only want to make a product. And Gabe Newell has said, a literal. He calls them products. He wants to make a product if it's going to be a hotbed, a test bed of a new concept that they want to have. Like Team Fortress Two was the first, like, kind of shop based microtransaction type thing. That sure has taken off. Uh, and kind of continued over into Dota. Left 4 Dead was their experiment with AI based cooperative multiplayer. Everyone has taken something from Left 4 Dead. Like, just, like, I, I get that design philosophy. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, sometimes they ignore it. They ignored it for Portal 2. They just made that game because they wanted to. Like, because that, that's their official. That's their official mantra is they make a game when people at the studio want to. When enough people get together and say, we want to make this, they do. And Portal 2 was a bunch of people who just got hired there going, I want to make a new Portal. And they did. That's literally what it was. They're like, we didn't get to work on Portal. I was busy working on fucking Bioshock or something. I, I want to make Portal. I just think it's, it's sounding kind of super fucking anti-consumer. Like, I, it's not that I don't get the logic. It's just I don't, I don't understand this, like, there are these games where people just fucking like lose their their shit over and then companies just neglect people for them like i, I don't know I, like it's, it reminds me of the whole snes classic situation where it's like they're fucking gone you know what mm-hmm. i mean like you want one of those things good fucking luck that's the point you know what i mean like i mean and i can like we talked about it i understand their logic you know i understand that nintendo's been burned I, and i get that but I don't understand why that has to carry over into this. You know, if anything, having more money is an excuse to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is an excuse to make something like that happen. So it's like this, though. If you are like with Destiny, mm-hmm. we know that we have expansions coming. Should we just wait for the expansion to come out and to play the game in its entirety? From what I understand about Destiny, that's not the way that no, game really it's, works. It's it's. Valve also had the episodic model, and uh, that's kind of, sort of, what Destiny likes to do. They have the base game, then you get your DLC packs, which are kind of like episodes of... Different campaigns. Uh, yeah, different, different Yeah, and you just you play through those, and it keeps you interested, and you play with friends. That kind of thing. Like, uh, so no, that's not, that's not the way to play Destiny. And also, because they got to make their money back, so they got to sell as much shit as possible to uh, recoup their costs. Okay. But yeah, they have five... Th- thing kind of bums me out. I don't think Valve is done with it. Uh, I don't think so. I think they'll they'll come back to the well sometime, probably for something VR related. Uh, full disclosure, the HTC Vive is fucking awesome. That's what uh, I heard. It's too bad that it's expensive as shit. Yeah. As someone who's who played a whole lot of it, I had to borrow one for a while. Uh, it it's 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 the real deal. VR is the real fucking deal. It's just it, dude. You know, I bet. I mean, it's uh, it's just too it's too expensive. There's too much been, shit set up. There's a barrier to entry. Yeah, there's yeah. a pretty big barrier to entry. <laughs> yeah, and P- I, I've messed with a lot of PSVR. It's not. It's a whole different level. It's not as good. Oh, or fuck no. Really. The 360 motion, like tracking, like the accurate. It's so it's so good. Like it's 
It's something else, man. But <laughs> it's just it's too early for that shit. I've heard back and forth on PSVR. Like I, I know a couple. Like it's good for what it is. Yeah, that's see, good that's, for what it that's is. mostly what I've heard. That like the experience play, experiences PlayStation because that's mostly what we got right now with yeah. VR. It's like these thin slice experience kind of things. Like a lot of people have said that those the software PlayStation has, has presented for their VR headset is pretty solid, but that the tech might not be as good as you know other options. It's not because they had to make they had to make it relatively affordable. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't expect to come out and sell a six hundred dollar console when your console is four hundred dollars. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So was, that obviously you're going to have to throttle that tech a little bit. It, I mean it's fine. There's some VR there's some VR stuff that I think is just incredible. Uh, I haven't played Super Hot VR on it, but I'm sure that's insanely good. And Super Hot the normal game is. I'm not seeing Resident good. Evil in it. Yeah, I'm sure that's. Uh, I heard people excellent. dug it. I heard people dug Resident Evil Seven in VR. Yeah, gaming, gaming a lot. So, what are we excited for as fall gaming is about to hit, guys? And what are we not? What am I excited for? At first, uh, let's see. First on the itinerary is uh, Samus returning to my 3DS. We're mm. <laughs> 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 we'll like, we'll have to come back and do a podcast on that one. <laughs> but, uh, that's on Friday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Mario Odyssey, uh, not Nintendo related. <sighs> it's hard for me to think right now. Cuphead, pretty excited for that. Uh, I am too. I wish I had an Xbox because I'd play the shit out of that game because it's like literally a game made for me. I heard that it's really, really hard and like. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. I heard it's like really hard, but it's really good. Well, like, that's the well, awesome it's been a game. bunch of games I've played this year, so I just had to get a fucking get over my yeah. little baby. <laughs> like, like, everything. Everyone's like, well, I want a challenge. Okay, let's. There's a remake of Mario and Luigi coming out uh, that I keep forgetting about. What? what? Superstar Saga. Really? The no, first one. I- yeah. Um, 3DS? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. shit. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, then. Dude. I love that game. Yeah, there's, like, no advertising for it. Holy shit. Yeah, it comes out in, like, October 2nd. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite oh, wow. Mario RPGs. Have you played any of the Mario RPG games? <laughs> RPG? Yeah, like the GBA games, the DS ones, any of those? Yes. Okay. RPG, yeah. They're, yeah. yeah, they're real good. Uh, RP- no, I remember Mario RPG, but I don't think... That's they're like SNES game. game. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of one's model after the other. Okay. Those games are fucking so good, and they're so well written. Just, oh, I love them so much. <laughs> that's, a, that's good fucking news. That's what that is. Yeah, dude. I'm definitely going to get that. I picked that up. I had no idea. Mario uh, not, okay. not in like the forefront of my mind or anything, but um, I'll definitely get it, because it's... I don't know. the The sequels are pretty good, but I'm not just a huge fan of that original game. It's so. kind of it's kind of like a, just, I mean, Mario and Rabbids for me right now. It's kind of a similar situation to me <laughs> with those uh, like those games he's talking about. I, yeah, I'm I'm excited to check that out. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to bring up a list because there's so much coming up that I forgot. Uh, Wolfenstein Two will probably be fucking excellent. Fuck, dude. That's the twenty seventh too. Fuck. Dude, the first Wolfenstein, holy shit! I'm, I'm gonna say it like Doom was great and everything, but Wolfenstein was more my speed. Like I fucking loved Wolfenstein. That's good stuff, man. I'm excited about that game. I had to check it out. I forgot all about it. But the thing is, though, what are you gonna play first? Because that comes out the Mario. I don't want to hear anything about that game spoiled or anything. Yeah, Mario first. Mario first, like regardless, like. Battlefront 2, uh, I might yeah. get that. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, that one. Uh, well, you get it on PS4? 
PC. PC. Get it on PC, but no one's gonna fucking play with me. So. Get it on PS4. PS4, I'll play with you. Because I'm not paying to play online. Fair enough. So I'm not gonna do it. I'll give you PlayStation Plus for Christmas. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, but yeah, that's all that I'm super. Oh, I'm not super interested in, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Mario Odyssey, obviously, but game's gonna be pretty great. To Other see. releases of note uh, that you might like are Ninokuni Two. Uh, Is that this January? Though? I have to wait on that one. Yep. Sorry. Uh, whatever. It's like <laughs> it's still Q4. Literally, like technically at the beginning of the year. But yeah. uh, there's a new, that new fucking Pokemon game. Uh, Omega Ultra, 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 Ultra Sun. That's right. <laughs> You're about to say Omega. What Ruby. the hell? <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> That Sonic game we talked about. Sonic already. Forces. I want to check it out. Hey, you can get your Persona, persona costume in that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. This shit really looks oh, so Oh, yeah, silly. there's a Gran Turismo game coming out. I totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, Forza. You know. Forza's pretty... <laughs> hey, Forza's pretty good. I would, if I had yeah. an Xbox, I'd play Forza. I mean, they sell it on that. And that's it is a very, very good looking game. Just technically. There's a new South Park game coming out. Yeah, that one. Fractured I didn't play asshole. the first one. There's some, <laughs> there's some stuff going on in that game. It's a little awkward. <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's pretty great what they did. I think it, it'd be great if it wasn't pretty like... good if they weren't actually uh, centrist. And if, if they it, didn't actually stick to their guns I think the fucking if, show. If, if, it only cha- if the only thing it changed was the difficulty, I think it'd be fine. But that it, that's not the only thing that it changes. That... Causes a little bit of a problem for me. Was the difficulty hard or easy? <laughs> Do you not know about this? Parody? No, no I've never played it. So. You no, know, you don't know about this thing that's popping up around this South Park game. No, Seth, you tell. So, <laughs> like I said, like I haven't heard much about the game. But like I saw it at E3, I was like, okay, it looks funny, but the harder the difficulty, the blacker your skin. Oh, really? <laughs> because that's the joke. Is that uh, you know people are gonna and the combat itself is not more difficult. People talk to you differently, yeah, and uh, treat you differently, yeah, and uh, some of the uh, like the gear you grind out and stuff. I just, dude, that's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, I mean, uh, I had to check that out. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, South Park's not really known for their super left leaning. Yeah, politics. that's they certainly like true. But come on. <laughs> That wasn't in the first one. It was definitely Ubisoft, I'm just going to say. That's probably them. Yeah. <sighs> so, there's that game. Then there's the new Middle Earth and Evil Within 2. You like Evil Within 2? Uh, Evil I, I, I'm just listing games. Oh, I don't cool, actually cool. care. Well, I know I know some people really like the first one. Like, when you get a little further in. Wasn't you guys ever telling me about that? Actually? Like, mm-hmm. when you get further yeah. into it, it gets better? Because I gave up on it, like, three hours in. I didn't like it very much, but uh, oh, you didn't care for it. Not really. Okay, it's okay. Well, maybe this one will be better. <laughs> probably. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. They're not advertising it very well, so I actually don't have any hopes yeah. for it. I mean, I actively, I don't want it. I don't actively want it to be bad. I no just did does. not care for the first one. That's just make all. Shinji Mikami come back. Yeah, there you go. That's like, stop fucking around with yeah. <laughs> whatever his name, whatever that studio, Tango Gameworks. Oh, what a stupid Christ. name. Might as well be Blue Hole. Gran Turismo Sport, though. I really do like uh, bringing out the racing wheel and having to go with that. But uh, that doesn't matter because Project isn't, Cars 2 is coming out. So. Isn't Need for oh, Speed coming out this year, too? Yeah. Well, Need for Speed comes out. That's not, really, uh, that's not really a racing simulator. 
but yeah, Need for Speed Payback, which might actually be a good Need for Speed game this time. Uh, we can only hope. Mm. <laughs> we can only so, hope. Last one was pretty bad. I think the last one I actually played thoroughly was Midnight Club. And the only thing that was a Need for Speed game. Nope, that was Midnight Club uh, 3 Dub Edition, I'm assuming. Yeah. Not Need for Speed, that's Rockstar. Rockstar made that. So, that's upcoming releases. What are you excited for, Alex? Uh, Mario. Yep, Mario. Uh, Yoshi's Island on Yoshi's. my SNES oh my Classic. Because... Are you want to play that? <laughs> Have the cartridge. <laughs> Actually, no, don't, because uh, my, uh, uh, one of my... It's like the nerdiest thing ever, so just tune out if you don't give a fuck about RGB and SCART <laughs> or anything. I converted a component, fucking broke. So oh, yeah. damn. Oh, yeah, what a shame. I guess I'll just have to degrade yeah, this video. Exactly. Which still looks fucking amazing yeah. on that CRT, but... I don't know, I'm just excited to uh, to hear that music again, because I, I don't have the cartridge. <laughs> I haven't played the original version of that game since I was a kid, so it's going to be nice to jump back in and the music again it's pretty excellent man I, I love that game i love that game so much and it, it's different whenever you know i can just pop in bioshock anytime i want it's right there but yoshi's island is kind of almost like this like mythic lost thing for me because the only version you can play on the eShop is that game boy advance version it's all right the music's yeah. super compressed yeah i'm just not crazy about it so so honestly really truly i'm not bullshitting that's like one of my the biggest <laughs> things i'm looking forward to um, but yeah, I'm sweet man. A lot of Nintendo stuff, really. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, Samus on Friday is gonna be huge. Yeah, they're back, man. Nintendo's in back a, making fucking video games. games in a big way. <laughs> I mean, what you just told me about the uh, Mario and Luigi, like that's that's crazy news too. Like I'm I'm all over that. They got a coup de gras the, the 3DS before it finally stops being relevant. I know they're having that uh, that direct tomorrow. Yeah, with tomorrow. Upcoming 3DS games. I can't wait to. I know, right? I don't think they're. I think there's probably. I'm really showcase upcoming, Pokemon. Uh, we're gonna discontinue the three. <laughs> so like next, I'm sure that's probably what's coming. To answer that question, Perry, no, I don't think we're gonna see any Pokemon unless it's, it's 3ds. Oh, you're talking about the 3ds? Yeah, I thought you were talking about I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. they'll talk about yeah. it. Just like they're like more Mario Odyssey info. I'm like, I want to play it. Next time. Like, I, don't I, have, care. I don't want any more info. I mean, actively, actively staying away from everything. I mean, I've only thing. seen. I've only watched one Treehouse video. That's it. I don't watch Treehouse. That's it. <laughs> no. I watched the first trailer, and I watched Treehouse video. That's it. Well, like I said, it's like that Mario and Zelda thing, like where you don't want to see anything, hear anything, you just want to go in blind, kind of. Yeah, like, I was here. able to go in pretty blind with Zelda, so it was nice. <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the trailer in like a really, really small amount. Again, it was a Treehouse video. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just of them showing the... Uh, Paraglow? No, the, uh, the magnet oh. ability. And I was like... Huh. Okay. Interesting. Enough of this. <laughs> I'll leave this alone for now. Yeah, I, I actually didn't pay attention to any of the coverage because I just I wasn't very hyped for Zelda. I mean, I was excited it was coming out, but I wasn't hyped for it. So it was nice to play a game uh, with like no expectations and, and yeah. having your ass blasted away. That was nice. Yeah, it's been a long man. time since I got that feeling. Yeah. I haven't I haven't felt the way I felt about Breath of the Wild and about a video game just in general in a really like, really long time you said for me like yeah. I, I think I've we talked about it, like for me to have like the Wii U it was really just waiting for the next Zelda game and it never came and I was like well there's I think a that's switch what it was for all of us. <laughs> like for everybody yeah, it was like good god like I the last one I beat was Wind Waker so I was ready 
to play something new. You didn't play any of the ones in between? Wind Waker and... Link Between Worlds, I think I've asked you if it was any good. I need it's to play excellent. it. excellent. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Play. I didn't have a 3DS at the time. So, oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to grab it. That game is you going to get the Australian one? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Speaking of which, Thomas wanted me to have the answer for I me. need a follow-up. <laughs> you need a follow-up, Yeah, too? this is a big fucking important <laughs> follow-up. I mean, seriously, though. The only thing he's been able to uh, reply back to me, because I asked him about it, was like, he said this, yeah, it sounds like they aren't into the games that aren't in the U.S. For me, it made sense. Plus, I got it early. Laugh out loud. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> so, 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 Terry, that isn't... All right, so it's... <laughs> to be continued. So I like all video games, no matter what region that they're released in. But it's getting the games that you want will be a considerable challenge if you go with the Australian releases. Australia. Yeah. So if he got an Australian 2DS, it is region locked to Australia, which means that it can't play unless it's because I noticed you talked about Avalon Code last time. Yes. And that's a DS game. DS is region free. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what DS game you play on. There. You can play yeah. any DS game that you want. But 3DS is region locked, unless yeah. of course you hack it. Yeah. Which is pretty easy to do. But the thing is, like, I don't understand why you'd buy an Australian 2DS XL to play a DS game from 2009 when you can like go to a used game shop and get one for like 50 bucks. He just wanted to see it because he wanted it early, right? It probably well, was. That's, gonna, that's, that's my best assumption. Well, I just don't know what the early. fuck the point of that is. Like, early, man. I mean, yeah, but like, I, if you could have just waited and then bought games in your own country, like at your own convenience stores. Hey, Week early. Yeah, that notoriety, let me tell you. Hey, you know what? Here's your recognition. You got a week early. You did well, apparently. I'm still confounded by this whole situation. He will be, he will, next time we do one, he has agreed to be on the phone and tell tell exactly why. Is that so? Yes. Is that so? Yes. So so you guys will have your final confirmation about Jesus Christ. I mean, it, I, honestly, I just feel worse for him. I mean, it's got to be a pain in the ass. Even if you want to get your games digitally, like you have to get with you got to get Australian. Well, credit. he does have a. He is playing Pokemon Sun and Moon on it right now. From an Australian but copy, be, but ha- if he has an Australian one and he did not hack it, which he very very well may have, because if you hack it, then it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not a problem. But, but you can get rid of then the region. Locking is <laughs> I don't know if he had but, it. But not. if he did not hack it, he has to play the Australian version, which is whatever. <laughs> it's just then you have to go to the trouble of either importing the cartridge or getting some form of Australian currency to, to buy digitally. I can tell you what he's not going to get early, and that's any game released in the United States. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Especially the 3DS if there's like a delay. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, have fun with that, I guess. Sherlock Holmes and Watson over here, just like, look. I'm just, I, it, the whole thing just boggles my mind. Is it just weird? <laughs> like, no, it's beyond weird. I mean, who... I it's just, pretty quirky. Yeah. Pretty quirky. No, I don't mean to call this guy... Well, I guess I... I yeah, do. you're pretty much calling him. That's what I'm I kind of do. I guess I kind of do. But I just, I, I just want to understand you gotta, it. Well, you, he'll be on, so you guys can go back and forth. I'm sure you're a, a fine man. <laughs> I'm not calling you out as a person, just you're here marketing and buying choices are con- confusing. 
I mean, seriously though. That's why. I, I mean, that's. All. You guys got anything else to add before we shut down for the night? I don't know about you, Alex. Play Dragon Quest. Play Dragon Quest. <laughs> so they so they bring more games here because I want to play Eleven real bad. I do too. And I, I want them to know they have an install base. <laughs> so the more people uh, that play Dragon install Quest. Install base. Don't worry about that. I know, I know, but they've been so skeptical about bringing shit here, and they're finally starting to again. And I just, you know, I want I want that game real bad. You'll get it. You'll get it. Anything, sir? <laughs> Uh, it's like the part where I think about like the conversations I didn't finish during the course of the podcast. Like what? And then I can't think about them. Yeah, he said. He said we'll go. go. He did say a couple times like we'll go deeper into it later. I was like, what do you want to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Well, if you're wrapping up, no, go ahead. I got time, but it's up to you guys. Go ahead, PewDiePie. Oh fuck that motherfucker. What you talking about? Oh boy. Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I wanted to. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, oh boy. Don't the conversation then. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Because on some realized, some realized nigga shit, he really had. Uh, he's messed up the whole development. If you were to be a YouTube gamer, just in that sense. That's right. The ads, ads, ads are fucked. Like ads you, are like fucked for that because of it, and we're not getting any revenue. So that's why we're turning to Patreon and Twitch for other things. And I'm just getting into it. I can see it already. Just like, I'm going to be like, I learned how to Twitch stream. Or learn how to Twitch stream. Like, I just want to have fun for real. Build a community, talk about video games, just like how we do in here. And like, it'd be a way for other people to voice their opinions too. Like, on podcasts, not just Twitch. And that's just what I feel. But yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what I was meaning, like, because you're like talking about ads, and I was like, well, Peter probably run it because he's a racist <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Uh, did you read on it today or somebody? Well, I know that there's been some problems with PewDiePie in the past. Uh, yeah, and I it's not a not a first time offender. That's the kind of stuff sure. that really kind of pushed me away from him, just in general. And then me. I was just downloading podcasts this morning and. The kind of funny, the first kind of funny podcast was like, let's deal with, let's talk about the PewDiePie thing. And I was like, oh shit, <laughs> what oh, happened? Shit. And then I saw the first, the, the headline of the Waypoint podcast was like, let's talk about the PewDiePie thing. And I was like, what did he do now? You know what I mean? And then I clicked on the description of the Waypoint thing and it literally... That, that video is pretty horrifying. Yeah, it's, and, and then I listened to Austin Walker talk about it, which, you know, he's obviously got some perspective on it because he's an African-American male and... I really wanted to know what he had to say because I think he's not only very, very intelligent and a very eloquent speaker and writer, and I thought he summed up everything well. So everyone, go listen to what Austin Walker has to say about this. On which podcast? Waypoint. Waypoint. Okay, really I need good. I need more podcasts to listen to. I just like I start getting more into kind of funny, but just their game cast. But well, their daily show is great because Daniel Dwyer's on it, and he mm-hmm. is just I watched it. Awesome. Great guy. I watch yeah. it on the uh, YouTube. Yeah, Daniel Dwyer's rad. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck PewDiePie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> when he started with tell me his early career, he made shit tons of rape jokes. So and mm. then uh, then the came the anti-Semitic yeah, jokes, was... and uh, now he's just fucking racist. So yeah. uh, and that was not heat of the moment. Yeah. No one, no one what says it like fuck? that if they're not using yeah, it on like, the regular. Jesus Christ! Oh, for real, man, that's I, the that one... was some 
the, fucking hatred going on. The, the thing that's been pointed out the most is that if that's what you say when you're angry in front of millions of people, then you got a problem. How often do you use this, this uh, like I'm in sorry. a practical sense, yeah. like when you're not joking? Yeah, yep. you know, like like that's that's the thing, like. Using it as an insult, you obviously don't think much. You black fucking people. know what you're doing. Yeah. You do this like every fucking day. I'm like, no, it just slipped out. Like, <laughs> that's like, not all right that it just slipped out. Shit. Like, yeah, man, I don't know. Like you said, Twitch cast or pre-recorded? He's just playing Twitch, playing yeah. PUBG, okay. and he just called like, someone up. If he if he recorded hard, it, hard, said it, and then posted that anyways, that would. Nope. Nope. I don't think it's acceptable regardless. No, it's not. Hell no. Just say no, make it a million times and worse. Like, if I'll just go ahead and say it. Like, this is my girlfriend, by the way. She's <laughs> oh, yeah. She's the disembodied <laughs> bullshit. She's your hand, I think? Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. I have a sock and everything. It's really interesting. But she's just, uh, we all feel very strongly about PewDiePie today. I mean, like, just to, like, just get a, just to stand in, in this room as a black male and in front of three white people, it's just cool to see you guys stand up against it. So it's just good to see that racism is dying and it starts with our generation, just other continents. And you guys don't stand for it and we won't either. Well, we're going to wrap this up, guys. <laughs> good talking with you guys like normal. Where can yeah, we yeah, find man. you at on Twitter, man? Well, you can find me uh, not tweeting almost <laughs> ever. All I do is retweet and like things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, at Seth underscore Fulkerson. Uh, if you'd like to read mine and soon to be some uh, guest editor's works, uh, you can go to colorcastmedia.com. Uh, I also have a Facebook page and a Twitter, all with the same name. Uh, and a YouTube channel, which uh, you have to do some doing. I can't get a custom URL on that yet. There's only one video, but it's uh, me, Tyler, and Alex uh, talking about a, a game. And those take a lot of time to edit, so it's probably going to be a, a long time before the next one. Yeah. A lot of effort. Uh, but yeah, uh, making some stuff, writing some stuff, all that kind of stuff. Yep. What about you? Uh, I'm at, at Alexander Jacob on Twitter. And... Alexandria53 on Instagram. I occasionally post art on there. And uh, I'm, I've been in a couple of Seth's videos. And they're really <laughs> awesome. They're so fun to make. And he puts a lot of effort into them. So, yeah, please check those out. They're, they're a lot of fun. They're really funny. I can't wait to see more of it. I'm not going to spoil it. you got to go see it, guys. Uh, and you can find me at AgentPlayPush23 on Twitter. You can find this podcast, A Word of Influence, on iTunes, YouTube. This one will go up at the same simultaneously as it goes on iTunes, onto YouTube. And you can find me on Twitch, too, under at engulfed1424. I'll probably start streaming tonight. I'm not for sure. And thank you, guys. Just leave a review if you enjoy the podcast, because there will be more content as gaming starts to rev up. It's always the back half of the year that video games start to pick up, even though we get those things. We'll probably come back. I probably won't see you guys again until after game of the year. Right. Uh, I think so. Mm -hmm. That distance ourselves. Probably have more people on. And thank you for coming on like normal, guys. It's my pleasure. All right, see ya.